So, yeah, this is Azeroth Coast to Coast. I'm Gav, and I'm kind of doing this against my will for, you know, like, Neff and Chris and Kevin. Um, and there's some guy here today. His name is Seth or Guth or what, whatever. You know, it doesn't really matter because entropy will rob the universe of all movement eventually, and this podcast will cease to exist. Um, and so, you know, like, last time they talked about like stuff and a bunch of tangential junk and this time they're gonna like scream endlessly into the void hoping for like validation you know guys hello how are you all doing today good you guys uh, have already working. heard me bitch i won't bitch while we're recording i liked uh i liked our i liked my intro um uh, my my uh my valley girl going through a, my, my my valley girl going through a deep existential crisis so i do enjoy that one a lot um so <laughs> because that's what valley girls do right yeah, and you know her heart is so black and full of and, and full of void. You know, uh, there was no musical throwaway this week. The angsty valley girl. You like you made an entire new music genre. Um, that already exists, <laughs> sir. I hate to tell you that. I hate um, that you know that. Um, that's already a thing. Uh, that was already a thing back in the early two thousands. Um, I believe Natalie Ambrulia's "Torn" was what I was channeling there. Um, so, uh, Chris, uh, Kevin, Neff, uh, hello again. Welcome back on our fortnightly show. And we do have a guest today. Um, let's all say hello. All right, kids, let's all say hello to Mr. Seth. Hi, Mr. Seth. Otherwise really known as Goof, according to just Kevin. <laughs> yes, Kevin just, and only just Kevin. Furton. Right. Just yeah. Furton, who, yeah. by the way, that is Kevin. Mm-hmm. Or Miss Kevin. Um, so, uh, so we're going to go ahead and go through our last two weeks first, and then we'll go ahead and give Seth a little bit of uh, Seth a little bit of a chance to introduce and run a little bit of a bit of information about him. Okay, that okay with you all? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, Chris, how's your week's been going, buddy? Uh, uh, I mean, I've been still reading a while, still doing a little bits and bobs here and there, just still doing our alt runs. Although, I think we're Pretty much done. I think we're gonna do this week, and that's probably it. Until um, until the next raid tier, which is in yeah. a couple weeks. So yeah. Um, still doing Mythic Plus, push to fourteen. Haven't had a chance to do higher than that, but it's on our list. We're gonna get that done at some point. Um, lots of Final Fantasy, lots and lots of Final Fantasy. Um, all the Final Fantasy. All the fourteen. Dark Knight is sixty-five. I'm almost, Slacker. almost there. I will cut you. Uh, yeah, 65. Uh, so I'm trying to make sure I get an Astral, Red Mage, and Dark Knight to 70 before the expansion because I don't know what I want to play now. I've played all three, and I love the, all three. I don't know what I want to play. Um, all I know is that whatever class you love the most, they'll probably is the one they're going to nerf the hardest. So All of them if are kind of getting buffs If I know Square Enix, 
they will they will just do whichever class you enjoy the most and fuck it up. Probably. Um, yeah. I'm prob I'm leaning towards Astro or Red Mage a little more. I'm leaning towards those two. Um, and I played a little bit of Dauntless. Dauntless is really really fun. I love it. Uh, Seth tried to get me to play Monster Hunter. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I do want to play a little bit of, a little more of it. Try and get a little more of a try. But I think I'm leaning more towards the Dauntless than I am the Monster Hunter. Uh, just gotta get it, it's uh you got if if uh are you playing on PS4 or uh, uh, PC for, for Monster Hunter? Both. Uh, well, for, for Monster yeah. Hunter, uh, PC. PC. Okay. Well, then you and me and whoever else wants to come along, we need to go do some hunts. I agree. Oh, I'm so Terrible. down if we do that again. That was hilarious. Well, we could also do the Dauntless too as well. That too. Um, looks good. Um, yeah, uh, been having a lot of fun doing that with you all and just kind of jumping in and doing some stuff. Um, Kevin, how was your week, buddy? Your last yes. two, I should say. Wow. It's been an eventful past few weeks. The long and short of it is I stopped raiding in WoW. I just kind of got finished with that. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> dude, um, <clears throat> And I have been playing more Final Fantasy XIV with uh, these all people. Not me. Um, these all. These all. Uh, yeah, so I've just been doing a lot of the story stuff, taking it easy, kind of slowly going through the story, enjoying that. Um, and Not going to tell been... people you deleted your character because you wanted an XP boost? Oh, yeah. I... <laughs> Last time on the show, we talked about... Let's yeah. get the full story here. We told him two weeks ago to delete it, and he yeah. didn't. <laughs> and he just mm -hmm. kept waiting. And then kept he finally whining did it. whining and whining and whining and whining, yeah. and then he finally actually freaking deleted it. Yep. And it took me a little less than a week to level back to, like, 45 from where I was originally. Then I deleted my old character, and now I have a new character that has the EXP buff. And now that I'm at 50, it really, I'm finding out it really doesn't matter at all because the grind oh, you mean from like 50 everybody to 60. You? you mean, yeah, like Seth and I was telling ridiculous. you multiple times? Yep. Yes. Shh, careful. It's almost like we know what we're talking about over here. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think the words that they're being too nice not to say that I will say for them is they told you so. Yeah, everyone told me so. <laughs> but. Now I have my EXP buff, and I'm happier as a result of it. And I also switched to Lalafell, which I'm also happy about. God. Why? What is it with you and small races, Kevin? It's, it's LB as well. He's the same. <laughs> and, and I'm Look. judging them both. Although yeah. I will say, last night we did the wedding thing, and 14, there was a, an RP event, and they both dressed up in suits, and they both looked dapper as fuck. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. I had um, a fedora. Something about Galka. I don't know. <laughs> but, but I thought the wedding was actually really cool. Yes, the wedding was amazing, actually. I was surprised. They had cutscenes. They had a kiss where they both went up into the air with wings. It was, it was magical. Like, and okay. I'm not at all about the RP, but it was, just, it was really well done, and it's, it was really cute. Mm-hmm. Except... They didn't like have a party afterwards. I was like, usually after a wedding, you go to a party. But <laughs> there was no party. Usually oh. after a wedding, I go and get drunk. So <laughs> it was consummating. Let's skip, of that let's skip the party and go straight to consummation. Is that what you're saying? I usually get drunk <laughs> before the wedding. 
<laughs> I think some people had indulged because uh, there was some weird shouts during the wedding ceremony. Oh, Ari was, I think Ari was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Ari but, said yeah. he was aiming to get chat banned and apparently achieved it. So good job. <laughs> yes. Um, it, so complete, completely tangential to what we're talking about right now. Um, I just never. Oh, never. Uh, but this is a meta fourth wall breaking tangent. Uh, Kevin, is my audio coming in clearly? I yes. have the wrong headphones in, so I just wanted to make sure it was okay. I don't breaking hear anything. Fourth wall. I hear you fine. You're breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> I can't admit that this is a show. I can't. It's very Deadpool of you. <laughs> it is. Um, Kevin hates meta commentary during the show, by the way. That's why I just Kevin wanted to mention that. Kevin hates everything during the show. Kevin loves the show. That's okay. why he's so protective of it. And that's All of this fine. is getting cut out anyway. So Bullshit, no, no, it's not. Sir. No, it's not. Bullshit, <laughs> sir. I cut you. Um, okay, so, Neth, how was your uh, last two weeks? Um, so, amusingly, I also stepped back from writing. Um, I'm still going to be playing WoW. I'm really looking forward to some of the stuff that's coming. But I just I don't have the time or the energy to deal with the stuff that comes with the writing um including drama and so i just decided that i'm done with it for now 30 laundry uh, I, I didn't get into what the drama was and it's not anything that you even know mouthy um <laughs> i've been working on my final fantasy story done a little bit of dauntless and then my computer took a massive shit so my best friend is actually here while we're recording trying to Fix it. I mean, so it's a good thing that you know you were playing uh you were playing Dauntless with us on Xbox then. So Yeah. Exactly. There so there you go. You can still do that. Let me tell you, if I didn't have my consoles, I would be batshit crazy after one day without my PC. I am I am a I am pure college. I'm pure PC, so I don't see, I and that's why it. I always made sure to kind of diversify. That way if one goes I, down, I have the other and I'll be okay. <laughs> yep. I have. I somebody. I have a phone. Don't you guys have phones? Yeah, that's, that's a deep cut <laughs> yeah, old like, game right there. That's some deep cut a deep cut. Phone from last has. Year. I have never had a game last on my but phone. But I mean, Gav, Gav, Diablo Immortal's not out yet. I know. Do you, do you guys see my Diablo Immortal device right here? Mm. Yeah, your your dedicated Immortal device. Yeah. Yeah. See, other thing is, I play a bunch of games on my phone. That's the funny thing is, like, I play Hearthstone on my phone primarily. I don't really play on my PC anymore for Hearthstone. And huh? So I was just gonna say, I love that it's coming up to a year, and we're still just so bitter about Immortals. <laughs> I'm not at all bitter about Immortal. I just knew you guys were, and so I had to make the joke. I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna I'm... give it a fair shake. I was saying, I'm not necessarily bitter about them doing a phone game. I fully intend I'm to try more, it out. I'm more bitter about how they did it. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. And that's, that's, a, that, that's, what we've, that's what we keep hammering home over the last, you know, like eight months or whatever. It's that it's <laughs> not upset so very about many episodes. <laughs> We're not upset about the game itself. We're upset that they thought that was going to be something that needed to be on the main stage and didn't <laughs> give a shit about any other projects they were. Do I need on. to yeah. say my thing again that I say every time we bring this up? No, you don't. No, no, don't, 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 don't do the Skyrim Five Immortals thing. It's all we needed, though. You know it. I I fucking said that. Okay, I've said that. It's kind of like what um, Nintendo did with the next uh, Breath of the Wild game. 
Uh, well, it's also what they did. Mm-hmm. It's like they could have done the same thing they did with fucking Metroid. The new Metroid, which was like, hey, guys, we fucked up. They we did it with Bayonetta just, 3, too. They, they did the same thing with Bayonetta 3. Yeah, it's just like, hey, guys, we fucked up. We've scrapped the whole project and we're going back into it. So we just wanted to let you guys know what was going on. We wanted to make sure that the fans were aware and that, you know, we didn't forgotten about them. We're tangenting again. I, I, we always do. Again, us, tangents, never us. Podcasts are tangents. If you think otherwise, <laughs> you're being fucking delusional. You have a problem. Yes, exactly. Tangenitis. <laughs> so, um, I think that's down to me now. Um, my last two weeks has just been Hearthstone. Um, I played a little bit of Warframe because they've got like three events going on at the same time right now. Um, and I just quickly burned myself out because I was just like, oh God, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing now. I don't know which event to do. Um, I actually played quite a bit of Dauntless uh, in the meantime. Um, it is it is it is Monster Hunter's slower cousin, but it's still good. I, I'm not denying it's a good game. It's a good game. Yep. That's kind of my thoughts, too. Yeah, it's like I, I don't have like half the crazy stat blocks and crap and, you know, weapon sharpness and all this other stuff. I have to keep balanced in uh, Monster Hunter. Hunter. But yeah, it's still good. Like the core gameplay is there. Yeah, you uh, give me a choice. I'm going to take Monster Hunter. But if someone says, hey, let's play Dauntless, I'll be like, OK. OK, sure. Let's go. Yeah, let's do this, guys. Yeah. Um, what was the other game I played? I, I actually didn't finish up playing the season. I haven't played too much of Path of Exile, uh, the Legion season yet. Um, I got to like. Oh, I got my story. I got my my story, my regular character, not my PvP one, up to like twenty eight, and then I just kind of like plateaued off and stopped. Um, one other game I was playing, and I don't remember what it was off the top of my head. Um, TLDR: I've been playing games, none of them Blizzard. Okay. None of them. None of them. Uh, Hearthstone. No Hearthstone. Hearthstone. I, I, I am playing Hearthstone still, but it's like I am slowing okay, down. I, like, I was like, wait a second. I'm really, if you're not playing Hearthstone, I like the, it's a sign Something of the apocalypse. Gone Something's gone horribly wrong. <laughs> it means he's probably stopped smoking. We're all going to die. That's, that's, that's fair. Yeah. If I am not playing Hearthstone, I probably quit smoking at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do on my, that's what I do on my cigarette breaks is that I go out and play a game of Hearthstone real quick. Uh, hey, I did. I wish yep. for the times I could do that back when I smoked. Yep. It was always just stand outside and deal with people I really didn't want to deal with, but since they were out yeah. there, they felt the need to talk to me. And Yes. We can have a nice long conversation about that, Seth, because I hate people. I'm a misanthrope, so... Oh my god, they're so horrible. It's <laughs> just like, yeah, we're both doing the same thing. Please don't talk to me. Yeah, that's can where I that just... ends. Just shut the yeah. fuck up. Leave me alone. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Seth, what have you been playing the last couple of weeks? Yeah, uh, that's where I was going with that. Um... I played a bit of Dauntless. I've played some Monster Hunter World, which I'm actually going to be doing here after the podcast as well. I get to play in the Iceborne beta, which I'm very excited for. They uh, have an NDA on that or not? No, it's fully streamable, which I will okay, be Okay, that's good. That, it, I'm glad that a lot of the companies are moving away from the NDAs on the betas. Yes, they were very, I will very... have to message the team and mention that because he's been wanting to see someone streaming that. So I will tell him oh, that nice. you're going to. Yep, I will be doing it right after the podcast. Um, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy. Uh, I've been working on my Paladin and my Dragoon. Um, and uh, unlike Neth 
and old Ferton here, I am still kind of rating in WoW. I'm there just to help the few people get the ahead of the curve achievement, and then I am done. Well, yeah, because you handed in your two weeks. I yes, I handed I, in my two weeks. I've told them <laughs> if they need a body, and I'm on, I will help. And Arlie has said that. Um, shut up, Kevin. Arlie has said that. Um, <laughs> If I want to come on and get my ahead of the curve, I'm I'm welcome for that too. So you'll probably see me for that because I would like to get it. But other than that, I just I don't have the time or the energy. Well, see, and the issue with for me helping them is um, next week is SGDQ. I don't know how many of you people know what that is, but it's um, it's this thing I always quick. do. Yeah, games on quick. I take a week off of streaming. I will not be streaming next week because of it. So good luck getting me into raid. And then do the week after host? that, yes, I host it all week. Yeah. Okay. And then the week after that is 4th of July. So you get one day next week. And then the week after that, the new raid comes out. So they literally have me for one day. Mm -hmm. Also, don't forget Final Fantasy expansion. You're going to be doing that. <laughs> yep, also that. So, yep. hey, shit happens, I guess. Yeah, uh, that's, the, that's, you know, that's <laughs> just an absolutely amazing thing right now. Where it's... There's so many good games out right now, and there's so much new content that comes out throughout the summer. I completely understand because I totally feel like I have too many things to do right now and not enough time to do all of it. Yep, and back you know in the day, we always had the summer droughts. Now it's just like, oh no, there's plenty of shit to do. Oh yeah, there's everything to do right now. Summer drought hasn't been a thing for a couple of years at this point. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, well, it, it back, seems in like back in my day. Back in my day, there was no summer game releases. You released in quarter four in time for Christmas, and that was it. By God, unless you were Nintendo, and then you released in the spring for some reason. <laughs> All right, Decker came. Ah, you have a treasure there in that Herodric cube. Stay a while and listen. That's what I was waiting for. That's my favorite one. <laughs> Stay a while and listen. There we go. Yeah, that's, that's been my last two weeks. Yeah. Um, okay, um, so I guess that covers all of that. Uh, let's go ahead and introduce uh, our guest fully, despite the fact that he's just told us about his two weeks. Um, so, Seth, uh, hi. Welcome aboard. Uh, I think everybody in here knows you or has at least tangentially met you. I've tangentially met you a couple of times. Uh, but everybody else is either rated with you or knows you. Uh, yes, so all of that. Yes. Um, so uh, you may take the floor, sir, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, I guess I don't really know what you want to know. I'm, I'm a gamer. How did you who are you, you and who is your daddy? What does he do? Oh my uh, he's God, retired, yeah. but he was in it. <laughs> um, yeah, no channeling Kevin's interrogation style. <laughs> is that what he does on dates? Yes. Oh. <laughs> All right. Back on topic. Back on topic. Back on topic. Yeah. Back on topic. Wow. Back on topic. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Back on topic. This whole conversation is wow. going to get edited out of the goddamn show. Who are you and what do you do? <laughs> how did you get involved in gaming and what made you want to stream? Let's go with that. Um, how did I get involved in gaming? Well, um, I had an Atari. I had a Commodore 64 and an Intellivision when I was very, very young. And it just kind of continued on. We got a Nintendo, and 
after we got the Nintendo, when I wanted the Super Nintendo, I had to raise my own money and my dad chipped in for some of it. And I've pretty much owned a console or a PC my entire life. Sometimes both, sometimes multiple. Sounds familiar to most are of you, us. Are you an IDORT? What's all that? Console, an IDORT, all consoles, all everything? Or are you, uh, you, you have specific things that you follow? No, um, I go with what has the games that I want to play. I don't have a grudge against Microsoft or Sony. Whichever one has the games oh, I want to play, so that's it, the one I get. It sounds like it sounds like toxic exclusivity drives you to buy specific systems. Okay. Yes. Sorry, that's that's a that's a as as if you may not know, that's a real big sticking point for me. That's why no, I, don't I agree one hundred percent. I think exclusivity should go away. If you if you make a great game, why not wait a few months and release it on the other console and make some more damn money because. I was going to say, all it's going to do is make you more money. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. it's a system seller for a while, but after a while, people are just waiting for it to go on sale anyway, or they don't own the console and they're not going to. So just wait a few months, release it on the other consoles, call it good, make some more money. Exactly. Damn straight. Um, so what, what, do you, what, do you, what, what do you primarily stream? Um, everything. Like what, anything okay. and everything. I stream right, my WoW right. raids, I stream, I mean, currently I've been streaming a little bit of Final Fantasy, which that'll pick up once the expansion comes out. I stream Monster Hunter, Dauntless, I've got Mario Odyssey waiting to go, Bloodstained, um, I've done run-throughs of... Oh, that's right, Bloodstained's out, I forgot to buy Red that. Dead. Yes. Yep, I did, recently did Red Dead 2, about a year ago Winter I did the original that. Red Dead. So I mean I stream anything. If if I want to play it, I will stream it. I am I am definitely a variety streamer, which hurts channel growth, but what the fuck ever, I'm going to play the games I want to play. Who gives a shit? It's great for me though, because I watch his streams, and so I will watch him play to get an idea of if I would like the game before I sink money into it. Yes. I sold her on The Witcher 3. The Witcher and Red Dead. And Red Dead. I'm just waiting for Red Dead to go on sale. The Witcher (laughs) 3. The Witcher 2 is how I got my wife into CG Project Red and the Witcher series because she watched me playing uh, the Assassin's version, the Assassin's edition. Ooh, uh, Assassin's was, Kings. I love The yeah. Witcher. Witcher 1 was good for the time, but going back to it, it it's a horrible For the time crap. frame, it was good. But 2, 2 just like set the whole tone for the series. Yep. And very much so. My wife watched me play it. Like she would sit behind me and watch me play it on my monitor, my like little 23 inch monitor. And she was like, I want this. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Here, I bought it and I pre-ordered you Witcher 3. And she has like 130 hours in Witcher 3 at this point. So I don't want to know how many hours I have in Witcher 3, but I'll just say it's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a lot too. Don't worry. Actually, I'm going to have more if my computer doesn't work. I never finished. Uh, I actually never finished Blood and Wine. I never did any of the DLCs and I went back to play it again so I could get into the DLCs. But I'm also... A semi-completionist so i was doing all the gwent stuff and that sidetracked me yeah. and then other games came out and i still i own the dlcs i need to go back and play them hearts of stone is good um but from what i've understood and what i've been told blood and wine is so much better from what i hear blood and wine for what is it like 20 bucks or 15 bucks whatever yeah. it is you get more than your average triple a full release you're getting it's it's basically Toulouse is a whole new is a whole new zone. So yeah, yeah. it's absolutely fantastic game. If you haven't played Witcher Three, folks, um, it's only like three years old at this point. So why don't you go and play it? It's a long running joke with a friend of mine I used to work with that whenever he would ask me what my game of the year was, it was The Witcher Three. It was even Witcher. years after it released. I yeah. if it wasn't for Seth, I wouldn't have purchased the complete edition. So I have it because of him. <laughs> 
Yep. I'm slowly working my way through it. You'll make it there. You'll make it there. Don't worry. It's a great game. Um, yes. Did you have anything else that you wanted to uh, mention specifically about you? Anything that you do or anything that you like uh, before we jump into uh, feedback for the week? No, go for it. All right. I, well, should we mention his actual Twitch channel? Sure. We're going to plug that at the end. I guess we can plug it at the beginning, too. Hey, don't ever turn down a plug. Sure. My Twitch stream, which is currently hosting the podcast, is twitch.tv slash sephiroth. S-E-P-H-I-R-O-H-T. No, it's spelled wrong. Fuck you. Because you couldn't get the real one. It's okay. Nope. That has nothing to do with it. My name is spelled correctly for what it is. What is it? It is the nodes on the tree of life. Yeah, I was going to say that's the actual Kabbalah term, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Hey, folks, there's some that's some obscure religious references for you right there. Is it bad that w- I've said to both of you that you two are the same person? No. Yeah. And the, the sitting here listening to you two chat. Yes. <laughs> I mean, pretty damn close. See, oh, I've also who who was it that said that we're much like Akari? So what does that say? Yes, but I'm the same easy. as Chris as well. Yeah. Okay. No, that, there we go. It, it's generic, generic people. The the talking. There's a reason why we all get along. It's because we all hate people. Yeah, I hate everybody. So people yeah. are the fucking worst. I think it's because <laughs> all right. you all hate me. I mean, that's I don't hate you. <laughs> Kevin. Although really, I would we not don't call hate it hate you, Kevin. It's just you're so fun to pick on. I wouldn't I call it hate. It really hate easy. takes too much energy, Kevin. <laughs> hate takes far too much energy, sir. Are we moving yeah, on that's, to that's listener that's my plug. So you guys okay. go ahead with the podcast thing. Neth! <laughs> Neth! Yeah. Neth! There's a Gmail yeah. in the system, I believe. There is. So we have feedback from Carrie, aka Ive Radar, not pronounced Ivy Radar. I think that was Kevin that said that last week. Um, from Twitter, Kevin or Chris. Uh, yeah. He says, "I realize it's a bit late to be sending in feedback because he just sent it today, but may as well try." Ha ha. The only real thing I've got to say is about your format. There's indeed a plethora of news to keep up with, and I know most people that listen to the podcast probably. Don't look at MMO Champion or Wahad or any other gaming sites for their news. I can only speak for myself, but creating a discussion piece around the news as opposed to just reporting on it is something I would prefer to hear, even if it's not substantial conversation. I know you guys have a bad case of tangentitis. That's about it for this week, though. Keep up the good work. Love the show. Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. I think that's really Thank all you. you can really respond to that because it's it's true, and we do appreciate the positive feedback, buddy. But what, but is, what he was saying, because I was having a discussion with him, was that, you know, there's, you know, having it as more of a news format, or, and he was like, oh, God, no. Like, he, he and actually Adam, who is here now, have both said the same thing. It's much more enjoyable to listen if it's a conversation and a discussion about news points. So you like this rather than... And I'm getting a thumbs wow up news. in the background from Adam. <laughs> Day in WoW news. Uh, Day in WoW two PTR Something just uh, is happening. Tune in tomorrow uh, for more information. Elwin Forest Hogger has once more respawned. <laughs> this has been this has been SWNN. I just say I'm really level. excited to have a bunch of level ones go and fight Hogger in a raid again. Oh my god! Yep, that's gonna be, gonna be so fun. It would be awesome to have like an every two minute update of like WoW news, like 
you remember the new shows where it had the typing of the keyboard or the typewriter in the background? Yeah. Like, oh, the ticker? Bogger has now spawned. Yeah, it's a new sticker. Hogger has been killed. Hogger has now spawned. Hogger has now respawned 20 minutes later. The weather in Stormwind is at the sound of the tone, it will be. At the sound of the tone, the time will be 10.49 a.m. Beep! 10.49, Azeroth Standard Time. Yeah. Um, nothing on Your Twitter. Your server time may vary. Nothing on Twitter. Uh, we do always love to get the feedback on that, but I don't think we set up a poll this week, so... No, yeah, we none of us could remember right? what the poll was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, okay, so we didn't have a poll to speak, but we'll probably have one after the show for this next Because we're all freaking idiots, let's be quite I'm honest. I'm going to put it out there and be uh, honest. There was no poll this week because we're all morons and forgot what it was we said was going to be the poll. Yeah. It's not that's like we have show notes where we could make a note of it. Yeah, yeah we should probably do that. That's fair. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, nothing on Discord. Um, of course, the link to our Discord is going to be literally everywhere. Um, so uh, if you find it on the site, and we'll probably throw it in some at some point into the chat. I, I think uh, it's also on my Twitch channel. Yeah, it's on his Twitch channel, and we'll throw it into the chat at some point. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do all that kind of fun stuff, and you know, all that self-aggrandizing and promotion. You know, that stuff that some people just don't remember to do. Um, shout outs, your favorite part of the goddamn show, Kevin. We have some new countries in the top five this week. Shout outs to the US, the UK, Mexico, Canada, and Algeria. Uh, welcome to the party, Central and well, North. Well, I guess that's mostly North America. That's yeah, that's 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 all of North America right there. Uh, welcome mm-hmm. to the party, all of North America a small portion of Europe and a small portion of Africa. Welcome to the party, y'all. Yay. Wait, is Algeria Africa? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Algeria is Africa. Um, and for personal shout out, uh, thank you to Seth for coming and doing the show with us today. Mm-hmm. Yay. Thanks, go Seth. You're a cool guy. Good job. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but um, okay, we got this week in the news. Um, of course, guys, um, which of you two wants to cover the first one? I'll Let Kevin cover, do it. He's the, he's the yeah. one that makes it sound like they're robbing people. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Con Before the Storm Kickstarter, powered by Wowhead 2019, has ended and they are funded. Hey! <laughs> This year, they got 345 backers. They raised $45,527. And the surveys have already gone out to people. So if you have backed this, look for your survey and make sure you fill it out. Have we gotten any news about World of Podcasts? No, I don't think we have. I'm checking some notes. I don't see any. Yep, that's... It's just like I understand that they're keeping that kind of close to their vest at the moment, but it's just like I would have loved to have heard something earlier. And this is we talked about this when the when the Kickstarter went live, because, you know, as I've said before, uh, World of Podcasts and the panel shows and things, those are like the only reasons I really interact very heavily with uh, Calm Before the Storm, because I love the panels. I love the podcast panels. I love the other panels that they've done. But. It's just like we didn't really get any information about it. So sorry this year, guys. 
Um, I know I did last year, and I think I did the year before, too. So they love you. Um, Chris, what is going on right now in WoW? Uh, well, the Midsummer Fire Festival uh, just went live yesterday. Uh, so it went live on June 21st and will go be available through uh, July 5th. Uh, this is the event every year where you go and either light fires or put out fires, depending on put if it's Horde or Alliance. Yeah. Come on, come on, let's be honest. You either light fires or you go pee on the opposite faction's fires. Because yes. that's, you know that's what everybody's doing. They're peeing on the fire. <laughs> I mean, They're disgracing that fire. I mean, here's the thing. The the horde already set the biggest fire in August, so you know I think we win. I'm sorry, I can't hear you over Camp Taraho burning. I mean, is Camp Taraho as big as a world tree? Nope, but <laughs> Camp Taraho was full of innocence, and we I mean, bombed it. I mean, was was Teldrassil not full of innocence? <laughs> Nah, I was evacuated at that point, bro. Don't you know no, that? No, trust me, no. it was not. I've done that alliance do quest. It was not well, evacuated. I did, I did the entire question. It was a joke. I saved five people. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, seriously, you're waiting yeah, around trying to the save alliance, people. It's like, oh, this is just wow. I got a handful no. of people out of there. I'm got pretty it. sure, like, I, I, I got my mount. I got my alliance mount. I got the alliance mount. I never got the horde one, which was sad because I never finished the horde side of it. But <laughs> um, the the uh, the boss is up for the fire festival. Hoon will be available again through the duty finder. Nope, <laughs> looking for group system. Uh, uh, they will take you into the slave pens, and you will get. <laughs> I know too much Final Fantasy, and you will get a uh, gear based on uh, this because uh, it's all scaled up for the expansion. You'll. Then what was the eye level? I want to say it's oh okay. Mm. Two sixty five. Yeah, no, uh, two sixty five. Oh yeah, because the squish. I keep forgetting that. Um, uh, uh, there's toys. There's pets. There's transmogs. There's heirlooms you yeah. can get. I am still upset. Are I don't, there any new pets for this year? I don't think there's anything new. The only the thing only... new this year is the Hearthstone. <clears throat> Yeah, and obviously the added stuff to Kultiris and Zandalar, but that was it. Yeah, um, I I don't think I did it for like ten years, and I never got Frost Staff of a Hoon. I got the Frost Staff Sight. of a Hoon. I got Frost the Frost Sight. Staff on my Warlock, so my Warlock has it, but I, my Warlock is a hundred, so I haven't played that in a while. <laughs> yeah, I got everything but the Frost Scythe, and that always pissed me off because it's like I got like the point zero one percent chance. Pets, and I never got the the uh, the the weapon. I mean, I, I suppose I could that. go and get it for a frosty transmog from Madrid. Yeah, if you're going um, to use the scythe, the best scythe will be Argus's. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but I, I just frost scythe of a hoon. Just memories, man. Just memories, bruh. I mean, I did it. I did it back in Wrath. I've done the new stuff as the as they've added to the new zones, but I I did it for what a long strange trip it's been. I I don't go back and do that stuff anymore. I'm not gonna lie, I used to run around with the Ahun, Ahun scythe on my back as a hunter just to piss people. Mm-hmm. LB in the chat channel says, "Boom, boom, boom, boom." I want the frost safe of a hoon. Well, there's our episode title. <laughs> there there's we the go. Title. <laughs> yeah, that's the title of this episode. Oh god! And then, you know, put a feet Seth at the end. Uh, just you know, yeah. so it's like a collab. So it's like a it's like a mixtape collaboration. Uh, there you go. It's, like a collab. 
It's collab. Oh, boy. Um, anybody want to talk 8.2, that new thing? Uh, you, we're going to talk about 8.2 when it comes to the topic, but there is one no, thing no, that's he's standing out. The, the lovely aura. Yeah, he was he he was he was transitioning into that. He was he was uh, he was segueing Sorry. into it. It's okay. Um, so um, there's one thing that is going to that's interesting for one for 8.2, the experience elimination aura. So the way this works is if the, any member of your party. Uh, this is a pre-made party, so this won't work. This won't be effective in Dungeon Finder or anything like that. But if you put a party together and anyone has their XP disabled, everyone else will have an XP reduction of 95 percent. Yeah. AKA, you guys were having too much fun and subverting the mechanics we put in the game. Whoa. So piss off. But to be fair, what people were doing was they were selling for real life money boost by locking themselves at 110 where you're overpowered still and then running people through the dungeons repeatedly to speed run them to 120. So. Oh, I get that. I, I totally get that. And you should not be selling stuff. The heck up. So you shouldn't be selling stuff for real money, but if they're doing it for in-game gold, and what's the problem? And you can say, well... Technically, that's still against the TOS. No, it's not. No, it's Isn't not. It? No, no it's as long as it's in-game gold. In-game okay. in yeah. currency is okay. Trading things for in-game currency is okay, but trading anything for RMT, real money transactions, is not. Yeah, so yep. like, I can... I, right, like, our bad. guild could sell people Jane on heroic runs if they haven't got it for in-game currency, but we couldn't do it yep. with real money. And that, that's how a lot of guilds, that's how a lot of the, the bigger guilds, you know, maintain their coffers between raid tiers is, you know, they'll sell boosts, uh, they'll sell runs and boosts and yeah. But yeah, and this that's was, how they afford their next tier of mythic rating. Yep. And, yep. but this, this was completely subverting the entire leveling process. So I understand why they did it. They could just make leveling better. <laughs> and on that oh my note, gosh. So I did, mean, I get the we, reaction. Did we mention that this isn't going to impact people if you randomly match with one of these yes. people via one of the first things I said. Okay. Yeah, that, and, and I think that's the good way to go about it. So if you randomly end up in a queue with somebody who is either queued for islands or dungeons and they've turned it off then you're not going to be affected by it. It's only if the group's pre-made before they're going in. So, yep. I think it's an important thing to, to reiterate, though, so that was a good thing to mention yep. it again. Mm -hmm. Is that anything that uses the matchmaker, um, so anything that uses the finder tools, not affected by this at all. Yep. So. Watch, there's going to be a glitch in there somewhere, and it's still going to affect people, and Blizzard's <laughs> oh, going to be yeah. like, oh, well, <laughs> oh, yes. it's not Don't our fault. Don't you remember the original... Um, don't you remember when they originally uh, when they implemented best in end slots, uh, the XP uh, the XP uh, gain for Turner offers back? I want to say it was BC. Um, there was a couple of bugs that was related to it, and yeah, you could do some fucky stuff with that. Um, but yes, so. Um, this is going to be one of the bigger ones that we'll talk about relating to WoW. Um, uh, Kevin, did you want to talk about that one? Um, hmm. So the next thing that has been 
rumored slash confirmed is well, e- um, e- an email survey went out that that's the extent of the knowledge yes. we have is there is an email survey that went out by blizzard and this is what the survey was about right and the question on the survey says are you aware that the maximum level of 120 will be reduced in the future i.e level squish and this was weird because it's never been officially announced that there was going to be a level switch, but the question in the survey makes it sound like it's definitely happening. Yeah, it's never been announced. They've definitely talked about it at BlizzCons and in interviews, but they've never feel officially announced that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, there is another part of the survey that the level of squish reduced the total number of levels required to access the most current game content. The new level cap will be dramatically lower than the current level cap of 120. Uh, how much would you like or dislike the reduction of total character levels? So let's let's let let's let's spend a couple of minutes. Let's dedicate some time to this real quick. Yeah, this is this is a really interesting topic that I know everybody else is like beating to death right now. Everybody else in like the the Blizzard news world is beating to death, but it, it bears talking about for just a few minutes at least. Um, so can but, can I say before we get too deeply into this, I think that the wording of the first question, the are you aware, was less of a, hey, do you know that it's going to happen, and more of a, is this being, has, is this being discussed in the community that you're a part of? Have you heard these rumors kind of thing? I, I think that's and a distinct possibility. And then followed up with, are you for or against it? What do you think of it? Like I just I, I, think it was I think it was poor a poorly worded way to say like have you heard people talking about this? Okay, yeah. then maybe maybe just out of the five of us, let's take a poll. Are you um, for so, or against the level switch? Kevin. Mm-hmm. For or against? Um I think I would be for it. I mean the the thing that I think would be bad about this is that it would further negate the need to do old content, which I think is valuable and interesting to go through. Like hearing some of the storylines and quest lines. I mean, I think some of that stuff in older expansions was pretty well done. And, you know, like, so, um, let's, when, let's, let's, hmm. let's hold the conversation until we okay. just go ahead and get this poll done, like see how this group is feeling at the moment. Chris, so four, four uh, you were against Kevin, right? Uh, against, sure. Against Kev, Chris. Uh, four. You're four. All right. Yeah. Uh, Seth. Uh, I got to play middleman here and say it depends on how they handle it. Okay. Neff? I'm with Seth. That's exactly what I was going to say. It entirely depends on how it's done. Um, I am firmly for it. I think, I think the system's gotten a little bloated. But, Kevin, you were saying, sir. Um, I, I mean, I guess I would be for it if they decrease the amount of experience per quest so that, you know, Instead of one expansion being 10 levels, one expansion is five levels, for example. And you get less experience and have to go through some of the quest lines that are in the zones. Because I think I, those quest lines are valuable. I think I think what we're looking at is possibly like a reset back to 60. That would be my assumption. Would be a reset back to 60. I would assume they'd cut it in half. Yeah. I, I, That's I, kind my, of what I'm assuming too. It would be basically just back to 60 and like expansions are only five levels now or whatever but as back in the old mop system yeah but as Ferton was saying i they are seriously going to have to gut like how much exp you get from stuff or increase how much you need per level because if not you're just going to fly through this stuff 
And if you're just flying through it, the, the levels are just it's just it's just I mean, a number. We already like, you're through. at max you level do, when you hit this number. So what? You, you can do you can do um se- uh, how does it work? So you can do sixty to eighty in one zone in Northrend. You can then do, you can do eighty to hundred in a single zone in uh, Draenor. Oh no, yeah. 80, eighty to ninety and no, one zone in Pandaria, and then eighty to then ninety to hundred in just farm, farming treasures in Warlords. You don't have to do a single quest in Warlords if you don't want to. <laughs> oh, you can get you can right. you can actually get more than that. Uh, the second you can get into Draenor, you can basically power level through Draenor in about an hour. Yeah, yep. if you uh, use the potion boosts and all that yeah, stuff. So use the potion boost and then Gorgron. You pre-do everything except for like one kill and all the special like zones in Gorgron. Zone. Yeah. You can, yeah. So yeah. currently the actual content is already completely trivialized. Trivial, yeah. So th- this is where I think a system like what Final Fantasy has done is better because like let's say Legion you would be forced to go through like the Suramar campaign. I think that would be a valuable experience and actually help, you know, convey some of the lore of that expansion to, to new players going through it for the first time. And I agree, but the problem is I'm not a new player at this point. I don't want to go through Suramar again. So you just disincentivize me from rolling another alt. Okay, but see, again, and that's something that I, I am enjoying about Final Fantasy, I only have to have one character. Because, hey, if I want to do another job, it's on the same character. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's not the, WoW's system. The thing is, is that WoW is a legacy system. We all have to remember this is a legacy system that's designed very similarly to the oldest MMOs and very old systems. They have patched it and band-aided it so many times over the years how many times have they said hey we're reducing xp to level hey we're reducing xp to level hey we're reducing xp to level hey we're increasing quest rewards hey we're increasing xp rewards they have had to do that at least once or twice every expansion so the thing is is that i am all for them gutting the levels back in half or even further than that but it's gonna be predicated by them having to rework the experience and level system in the game. There's, there's, because yep. it's the same problem they're having with the squishes right now. We've had to do how many squishes at this point? Three? Two. two? Is it two or three? There's one in Warlords and then there's one in Battle. Okay. We've had to do a minimum of two squishes at this point. And they're going to keep having to do it. And that's going to be bad. Yeah. Because that's just band aiding a bad system. A, a system that hasn't grown or advanced with other with 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 the genre, and it's the same thing with the exper- the levels and experience that hasn't grown or expanded with the genre. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, there there's no like systematic way that they've figured out to kind of keep this a like to be able to grow the game but keep the experience similar or the same or good, you know. Mm-hmm. After the second time, you would think, okay, we've had to do this a few times now. Can we build in a system that allows us to to do this again in the future without having to do a major overhaul to the game in general? Well, that's what I'm saying, is that it's built on a legacy system. The engine is a legacy engine. Even with all the progress that they've done with the WoW engine over the years, it's a legacy system. 
it is they they've i mean they've gutted whole chunks of it but the core of it is still built in a very similar way to how it was almost 20 years ago yeah they did their best to fix it and like make do with what they had especially with cataclysm cataclysm was the biggest okay we're tearing this apart we're rebuilding and fixing what we can but we are still limited by this system they need a new mm -hmm. system at this point yep, mm. yep. and i mean that and, and if yeah. you want a good example of somebody fucking that up you look at bungie and you look at destiny 2 because remember they gutted destiny 2 16 months before launch and they went back with the old system essentially they basically use the same engine and look at how much growing pains they had to go through to get the game to the point that it's at right now. They literally right. had to repeat the first game. They had to repeat the entire first game. The point they're at right now. And that's the problem Blizzard has with WoW. Every time they do something transformative and large with the game, it doesn't matter because eventually the thing is just it's just going to get right back to the same baseline it was before. I'd like to point out that LB has said that he has the solution for all of this and he's going to write us in feedback for the next show. LB <laughs> mm -hmm. fixes well. Confirmed. And and in in chat, Volonic is is saying that that's they had to get out from under Activision. But the problem is is that Bungie was a sub studio or a sub developer for Activision. They were bought and paid for by Activision to build this game. Blizzard is a separate entity within the company. Blizzard is not yeah. technically under Activision, the company. It is under ActaBliz, which is the parent company with, you know, Bobby Kotick, all that kind of fun stuff. And the, 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 the overall company, rather than just being a sub-developer for Activision. So, yes, while well, things that Activision has done do affect Blizzard, in the long run, Blizzard's mistakes are Blizzard's on their own. This is, it's they've had too much of a cash cow for so long it makes it very difficult for them to do anything to the game they it's, yeah. it's uh, uh, everquest 2 and to be everquest fair 2. when it comes to blizzard it's not like they weren't making mistakes when they were owned by vivendi vivendi that's a whole other that's a whole other yeah but that that's what i'm saying You're, that it's they, it's not like they weren't making mistakes at that point like it's not oh, yeah, suddenly no, no, no. Act, they're owned by activision blizzard they're oh they're now just making mistakes no it's it's, it's no, they've they've, they've had a lot they of never really yeah. learned from their mistakes i think yes. a lot of what it comes down to is um and i know quite a few people that are like this people like to think of Blizzard as good guy blizzard because for so long they did so much right that they overlooked a lot of their mistakes well, now that you're looking at a game that is so old, you can't keep overlooking the same mistakes again and again and again. And I think people forget that, yes, Blizzard it, at one point was one of the best developers. They were very fan-centric. They had a great core team at the, the hierarchy at the very top. They had a great core team, but it was there's still their mistakes. A lot of people were like, oh, well, now that they're under Activision, Activision's going to fuck them over. No, they know what they're doing. They're doing what they're doing because they want to do it because they have a lot more investors and stuff that they have to please at this point. So it's Blizzard doing this, but a lot of people forget that and they're like, oh no, Blizzard would never do that. It's Activision. No, it's Blizzard. They're doing this. Mm -hmm. they have they're to a company. Money. They have to answer to investors. Public companies specifically. Yes. And I'm, I'm going to respond to LB real quick from in the chat. Um, and LB is saying that Bungie has, they, they are independent and they had been since they split from Microsoft independence being independent on paper is one thing, 
versus being beholden to the publisher that is bankrolling this game. Activision okay. Blizzard, Activision bankrolled the game. Hmm. I mean, kind of I, bringing I'm just, it. I'm just gonna point out that we've gone off on a wild tangent again. Oh yeah, that's again. totally fine. Yeah, I, for us. I, 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 I was gonna kind of bring it back. Yeah, let's let's bring it back to talking about the level squish. So, I think you know it. It sounds like they've realized that you can't just keep adding ten levels on each expansion without doing something to the entire system. Like instead of just adding ten levels, adding ten levels, adding ten levels, you have to look at the entire experience as a whole and adjust it every time a new expansion comes out. If you want to keep this a living and breathing leveling experience, um, so, so that's. That's my first point. My second point is. Hold on, can I can I just answer that point? Sure. Um, they did try this. They did try to. They they knew that it was going to be a problem. They did change the new expat the newer expat the older expansions to only be five levels per expansion. Cataclysm, Mesa Pandaria were five levels per expansion because they knew they were going to hit a large number for for levels. But but the, the time- players hated that. <laughs> But no, no, no. At the same time, no, that's actually part of the problem. At the same time, that was also part of the push to get content cycles tightened up. That was why they went down to the five levels per expansion, was to tighten up the content cycle so that they weren't waiting three years between expansions. Two or three years. They were, can this I just is during say, that period when we were going say something? one. Yeah, go ahead. Anytime I say the words level squish, I have a little voice behind me going, best idea ever. Hmm. <laughs> you tell him thank you and I agree completely. I will like, do so that. I also agree completely. They just they have to make it engaging, they have to make it fun, and they also have to keep in mind that people play alts. That's the biggest yep. issue with WoW mm-hmm. is people play so many alts. They want to swap. They get tired because of a nerf or this class gets buffed all hell and you have the flavor of the month rerollers. They need to keep that in mind and they tend not to do that the the problem for me with wow and alts is if i'm going after collecting things or doing achievements or whatever i'm always doing it on my hunter because i've mained her since the beginning even if i want to play something else which let's be honest i've been a hunter for this long it's not going to happen but if i wanted to main something else that means that i'm starting over for a lot of the achievements from zero and for me that is a huge, huge, huge disadvantage to wanting to even touch doing an alt because not only would I have to do everything all over again, but I'm also having to do things like achievements and stuff all over again. And it's just, I'm liking the idea of how Final Fantasy did it, where if, okay, I really don't like this class or I don't like what you did to this, this class, okay, I can go pick up another class on the same damn character. See, you guys are sitting talking about alts. Uh, you don't have my problems. You don't have to deal with the Swedes changing every changing a character every week. <laughs> See, and to my point, it's I'm the type of person that if I'm raiding, I'm willing to help. Like if we have too much melee, that's fine. I can play a range. If we need another tank, I want to be there to help tank. I won't heal, but that's a whole other story. But it disincentivizes me to do that because it's such a pain in the ass. Like oh well, especially in mop. Mop was the worst for this with their reps. And oh God. it's like, I look at it and I'm like, I, I don't want to go through that again. So tough shit. You're going to deal with this. Well, it's hurting us. I don't care. Talk to Blizzard. They're the one that put this in place. Not me. Uh-huh. Hmm. 
And that, that's again, that's what we're talking about. But like, that's what we were talking about with the legacy system. It's 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 an old design and it hasn't adapted. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing. Like, screw the level squish. They've done a lot to help with alts, like, you know, whether it be, like, the books to get more rep or sending rep tokens across and stuff like that. They've gone a long way, but that is the core thing they need to address. With their system, they need to figure out a way for it to be easier for alts. And, you know, in... For alts, I don't. I wouldn't mind, you know, what Chris was saying regarding like, oh, I can just go find treasures and level my character through Drainer just by doing treasures. But that to me is in the ideal new uh, player experience. There needs to be like kind of like a story mode or an open mode where you can like direct people through a story or make sure that they're catching some of the lore that's going on through that expansion or allow them to just do whatever the fuck they want to do. And if they want to go fucking fish for 12 hours and get experience that way then they can do that and you know well, level quite honest, what new player is going to know oh okay i've hit level 90 let's just grab treasures through draenor what new player is going to know that true true yeah That's they kind can of do a... better with guiding everyone around but they, they need to do mm -hmm. something and i think that is the yeah. like one of the biggest core problems of wow in my opinion anyway. yeah that's that's a problem with theme park mmos in general that that that's that's a hundred percent problem with the theme park general and theme park MMO in general. It's just like you can lead the player to water, but you can't make the player drink. But I mean, to to from my experience playing Final Fantasy now, what are they leading me to do through those kind of levels other than like, okay, now you're in uh, Northrend, start in this zone and start this quest line and start going through these random quests until you hit the level cap for that area. Then go to another random zone and start doing some random quests there. There's no like through storyline or there's no like um, continuity um, through the expansions or through the zones. Both. I mean, like, no, the only no, no, no. You obviously didn't play the goddamn. Uh, you obviously didn't play the zones correctly. <laughs> OK, there is a through story through every expansion through the zones. There is a, usually an A plot, a B plot and a C plot. But Northrend. The A yeah. plot was the Lich King and the Undead. The B plot was the Trolls. The C plot was the Tuscar, the Tonka, and um, the Argent Tournament. But maybe when you were going through the expansion when it came out, maybe that was more apparent because things were slower and you got to see all of that. But now it's like you get through five quests and, and then you're kind of out of that zone. You're into another zone. You're doing three or four quests there. Then you're in another zone and you don't have time to kind of go through that storyline unless you keep doing quests that aren't really giving you rewards for what you need to do to to level through it and that's a hundred percent fair and i will agree with you a hundred percent because i have chris and i have had this conversation before about the fact that players lose a lot of the lore in the game and a lot of the storyline yeah when the level uh the xp requirements are so squashed down and the quest rewards are so boosted up the quest right. the xp reward is so boosted up yeah, and even even with hey, the, the scaling doesn't really affect anything. Yeah. Speaking no. of Chris. Speaking of Chris, is there any news about Hots this week? Because <laughs> we but, have but gone this is a really so good conversation. <laughs> We're not even through the news yet. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of fair. Yeah. yeah. Put up in it. We'll be back, you sons of bitches. We'll yeah, come we, back to this. We'll have to continue Screw this discussion. Screw survival guides. Okay, let's talk about some heroes. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't Boring. get that game. Okay, oh, okay, I got that. Okay. Dead game. 
Okay, fuck both of you. Um, <laughs> uh, so the heroes teamed at another uh, Ask Me Anything on Reddit, uh, talking about uh, hero balance, art, and uh, the rank system. Uh, one of the biggest uh, things that's came out is that uh, the Tastar rework is coming soon. Another rework? Yeah, he fucking needs it though. He's been reworked twice, but Tassadar is such a fucking weird hero. He's the not first, a healer, he's not a support, he's not a damage dealer. He, the first rework there. was huge. I saw that, Seth. The first yeah, rework great. for him was massive. And it was great. And I liked the first rework, but it was too strong. Yeah, the first rework was way too strong. Yeah, that's fair. That, it's that's like, totally it's, fair. It took them four reworks to get Tyrande right. Now, she's like in a perfect position. She can be a solo healer. She does a little bit of damage. And she's got CC through, uh, through the wazoo. So she's good. She's finally somewhere that she's good. Still trying to get that for Tassadar. Um, White Mane, one of the newer heroes, is scheduled for a significant talent redesign eventually. Sooner or later. It is coming. Wasn't her whole deal like Discipline Priest or something? She is essentially the Discipline Priest of Heroes of the Storm. Um, she's kind of weird. <laughs> um... Kev, uh, Kevin will find this one interesting. Kevin, take a guess. Who is currently the highest win rate hero in Heroes of the Storm? Um, Avatar. Rexar. Rexar. Yeah, Rexar. Rexar is fucking Alicia. top tier. Everybody fucking know. Everybody <sighs> I, misjudged I Rexar. I didn't, oh no, I, yeah, I know. Everyone, um, when I was playing Hots, misjudged the fuck out of Rexar. He's got an on-demand stun. He's got a huge amount of damage. He's got as long as you can balance dealing with Misha with your with your D skill, it's fine. He's fucking broken as shit. Oh, I know. Um, take a guess at the lowest one rate hero, Kevin. Um, Gazlo. Genji. Genji, yeah. Genji is hot garbage right now. He's a fucking squishy piece of shit. He is a fucking mess. Um, the, the, they currently have zero plans to introduce additional classic Blizzard heroes. Uh, so, sorry, Gav, no Rock and Roll Racers and no Blackthorn. I was Blackthorn. I was 100% on the Blackthorn team, sir. I know. Uh, sorry, not happening anytime soon. Um, let's see, what else yeah, we've got? We have developers and people playing the game. Yeah. Wow. Um, the, team, uh, the team is committed to bringing out new heroes. They won't give us a definite number about how many heroes per year. There are more heroes coming, more heroes down the pipeline, as well as additional ones that are being worked on uh, as fresh starts. Uh, what else we got? Uh, let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. New Art-wise, art new hero skins usually take about 6 to 12 months to create. With complicated heroes like uh, Stukov and Ragnaros taking a lot longer, which is why we've—I don't think we've—have we seen ever seen new Ragnarok skins? A, a Ragnaros? Ragnaros? Skin? No, no. So he still had the skins that he launched with because he's a complicated fucker. He's got a lot of bits and pieces to juggle. So yeah, I understand. A significant amount. Or fee is in line for new skins. Uh, we're also going to see some new skins. Uh, uh, we got—we saw some new skins. Uh, with the uh, event that we're going to talk about in a second. Uh, the costs for some of those are going to see reductions because they were very high and shouldn't be that high because they essentially priced non-legendary skins at legendary pricing, so they're fixing that. Uh, ranked uh, Solar rank queue options for ranked is not currently on the cards. Uh, 
So we're kind of still stuck with the new uh, storm system that they've introduced. It, it's it's working. It's kind of meh. It's working. Meh. That's yeah, a ringing endorsement. It's kind of working. Meh. Meh. Yeah. Dead it's, game. Yeah, it's... They need to work on it. That's not a great system. Nope. Um, for a full list of their full answers, uh, it will be in our show notes. Um, it, 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 it was focused primarily on hero balance, this, this, this AMA. Uh, but there is more coming. They're going to do some more AMAs. I think the next one's in, I want to say, September? Mm. I think the next one's in September. So they're saying, know. look, we're still making the game. Yes. Okay. So hey, Kevin, Overwatch. Hey, that's, 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 you jump in Chris, the gun, women. Oh, you're not done. I'm sorry. Okay. Chris Jeez. missed the entire, done. yeah, the entire event, which is what I thought he was so, going to talk about. I was talking about the AMA because it's on the list, and then we're going to talk about the event because uh, MechaStorm 2.0 is live, uh, and it includes uh, a brand new Mecha skin for Urel, for Vala, and uh, Xenon Tech Malthiel. Okay, as I'm well sorry, as... Chris. I'm going to be honest. I tune out while you're talking about hots, so I thought you'd already done this part. That's fine. Nope. That's fine. Go fuck yourselves. I, um... I think it's it's crazy that they're going balls deep and like to another anime uh, event. The first one was really successful, though. So yeah, and also you don't know if this was already in development or not because lead mm-hmm. times on animation and things like that. Yeah, it's hard. We're to still talking. We've been working on it. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like, this is all stuff that could have been planned last January. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got uh, the Megastorm quest chain. Uh, it's, it's, work, it's working very similarly to a lot of the questions. So do objectives, get the uh, sprays, portraits, loot boxes, and uh, working towards unlocking uh, Tyrael as a hero, as well as his mecha skin. I, I do like the quest system for this event because it allows you to skip around and like if you want to yeah. play a healer you can do the healer quest if you want to do damage you can do a damage quest I think, I think they That's need really to do cool. more like that where if you are someone who prioritizes support or healing here's your options to do it go do it if you prioritize tanking and bruiser here's your options go do it I like and you that. can switch it from one game to another exactly never um, deny people options give them all the options possible 100% Mm-hmm. Uh, the long-awaited chain rework is live, and uh, it's awesome. It it does look really fucking good, and I'm kind of excited to jump in and give them a try. Having stagger on Chen is pretty ridiculous because I can't you believe can, they gave him stagger. <laughs> you can jump in, take a shit ton of damage, and then just pop a D to like regenerate heal or regenerate a shield. And so just like negate all of that fucking damage. It's pretty here's the awesome. thing. It's, it's one of the things that I really fucking love about Heroes of the Storm. They are literally taking the, the so they've only done it recently. They have taken WoW classes and given their lore equivalents and made them in Heroes of the Storm. You've got Varian with all three warrior specs. You've got a Holy Priest with Anduin, a Desolin Priest with White Mane, mm-hmm. an Assassination Rogue with Valera. And now we have a brewmaster monk with Chen. I fucking love it because the original Chen wasn't wasn't really brewmaster. It was kind of a, a weird MOBA version of it. This is brewmaster, and I'm so excited to play it. I would like to point out that LB would like to pop your D, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh um, we're not going to go through the list because that's a lot of fucking changes. Uh, we will have it in the show notes for a full list of the patch notes. Um, 
you can have and it there. just go fucking play the game dead game yeah. go try okay it. no myth no. hi She's sorry uh-huh <laughs> no no myth we're done okay kevin overwatch Overwatch. Okay. Sorry, Overwatch I was talking to the update. person who's here trying to rescue my sad, sad dead computer. There was a developer update. I'm sorry, I did not read any of this shit. We'll put a link in the show notes. Does anyone have anything from this list that they thought was interesting? Are they Overwatch getting rid of anymore, Goat so. Comp yet? Kevin, if it's a developer update, I'm not so sure they're concerned if you agree with it. The community has been asking for more story and more uh, character development. Why, why do people want story in Overwatch? Just go with your little shorts. They do well with them. It's cool. Just continue with I them. I got- enjoy the shorts. I think the problem is, is because people know that Overwatch came out of the failure of Titan. People want to know more of what the storyline for Titan they, would have been. This is what Blizzard does really well. They craft a compelling universe. That well, draws sure, people in. I don't need story in the game. Just give me more of the shorts. Yeah, well, they, they, if you if you you're probably aware of it, but like what the community is calling Overwatch Two is probably going to be the PVE aspect. So that'll have the story. That's going to be the more story focused game. So and that's fine. That's, I'll play the shit out of that. Yeah, I probably won't. There, um, there, there was a, a lot big of patch coming. Yeah, there was a big patch coming. There was a lot of news about replays and being able to watch replays of Overwatch League games shortly after they air. Um. Is that called a video on demand? Uh, yep. So inside the game. Uh, the goal is to speed up the pace of assault mode matches. Respawns will be better. New competitive season coming. Brand new competitive free-for-all deathmatch season as well. So they're making Quake Arena in Overwatch. Sounds like. This is, these are my give-a-fuck hands. Hey, look at you shaking them give-a-fuck hands. Yeah. <laughs> As in not giving a fuck? There's um, nothing going on in StarCraft at the moment, as far as I'm aware. Um, I haven't been playing too much. Nothing going on in D3. Nothing really going on in Hearthstone. Nothing. We should say nothing that interests us, because as we've been told previously through feedback, there are things going on in those games. There are tournaments going no, on. There's absolutely, there's absolutely nothing going on in StarCraft at all, and there's absolutely nothing going on in Hearthstone or Diablo 3. They're all dead games. <laughs> <laughs> They're not oh. dead games. Jesus. You do a podcast a about one them? game and like five dead games. Good to know. Yep. That's 100%. Um, ActaBliz is still being ActaBliz, so... Yeah, that's about all there really is to say about that. Yeah. We did have some non Blizzard game news. Chris? Uh, Final Fantasy Keep it short and sweet. Keep it short and sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Jesus Christ, you fat whore. Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers Early Access will be going live on the 28th of June uh, with the launch of the expansion going live on the 22nd. So if you have pre ordered, uh, your, your key should be going out at some point this week to get early access. And then, and assuming that I even have a computer to play on, I still won't be playing it because I don't have the expansion before it yet, let alone the pre-order for that one. <laughs> so keep an eye out on uh, your Square Enix store, or your emails, wherever you bought the game from, uh, to get your early access keys. Yep. There you go. Short, Short and sweet. And sweet. All right. Short and sweet. Um, Next one is Goofs. Goof. Yeah. Uh, God Seth. damn it. His name is Seth. 
<laughs> uh, the next one is EA claims that loot boxes aren't gambling. They're just surprise mechanics, and they are, in fact, quite ethical. <laughs> yep. So Fuck may you, explain yeah. this one Fuck to Chris you. because he didn't hear about it earlier. No, this no, week. we've already. I've already, I was here when they were talking about it to me. Uh, but explain it for the people. Uh, basically, the government or they went too far with loot boxes, as we all knew they eventually would. Whichever company was going to do it, it happened to be EA. Uh, government stepped in. EA is fighting the government over loot boxes because they're claiming it's gambling. EA is saying no; they are in fact just surprise mechanics, much like a Kinder egg. Um, they're doing everything they can. They are fighting tooth and nail. Are Kinder Eggs illegal in the U.S.? Not anymore. Not yeah, anymore? you guys okay. have. You guys don't have the version that we have in Canada or over in Europe. The but rest of the you world guys do actually have. Well, no, I Kinder know we have now. Kinder Eggs, but I, I I sell them at the goddamn store. It's literally oh, right. half of it's chocolate and half of it's a toy, and right. it's two completely separate things. Right. Yeah. Whereas right. ours, the prize is inside the chocolate because we're smart enough to, you know, like not to not shove the whole thing in our mouths and swallow the toy. That's not how <laughs> yeah. we do it in America, damn it. America, we eat the whole goddamn thing in one go. I mean, See, we split it in two, take out the toy, and then eat the chocolate hole. The, you mean the crappy chocolate? Yeah, the chocolate. No, the one bad. thing, one thing that I just realized, like, do people remember baseball packs, like cards of baseball cards? Cards of baseball like, cards. No, I do remember cards baseball? of baseball cards. Yeah, that's the same the... thing with like magic magic the gathering cards and stuff like that. Like no, 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 that's the about one the thing they they can hold on to is it is very similar to a TCG. You open magic cards, yeah. you get cards, but those are physical, tangible things. There is value yeah. to those. A loot and box we... has no value. And I I've had this exact conversation with them before, Seth. Uh, because I am I'm a longtime Magic the Gathering player. And yeah, so it's like there are some precedents that exist about this not being gambling right. and things like that. But the online stuff, that's a completely different story. So, so how would it work for Hearthstone though? Because that's the whole premise of the game. It's an promise that you still PCG. don't have a tangible good. You don't have something you physically own. You don't own your Hearthstone cards. The TOS states that you are leasing, renting the account and the space utilized on their servers. All right, you don't own a goddamn thing. Your WoW account, your Final Fantasy XIV account, you own none of that. That's why the TOS is say that they can basically ban you uh, or delete your account or whatever at any time they want. You don't own a goddamn thing. Even if you have like the physical copies of the game, that's all you own. You own the physical discs that contain the game information. And that's, that's actually why I physical editions. And yeah, and that's why there's actually a really there's actually some really interesting legal mm -hmm. ramifications about the uh, preservationist culture um, in related to uh, physical copies of games versus uh, ROMs and downloadable copies of games. It's it's a very long rabbit hole that I could go down about games preservation and things like that. But TLDR, you don't own shit. Your WoW account is a rental. Yeah, but. In the end, we, I mean, it's, it's gambling. Like the shots of dopamine yeah, and the gambling. adrenaline you get from opening the loot boxes and stuff. It, it is very similar to opening a pack of cards. Yeah. But some things, I don't know the way they're pushing it. I don't know. EA try and be a better company. Seriously. It's yeah. if the government is stepping in it's and asking like a Kinder egg. 
you did something wrong. We don't yeah, want the I government in our video games. I want to hear that argument yeah. made in a court case. No, no. But your honor, it's just like a kinder egg. No, see, the fun thing is, is that this is going down in the current administration. That's the funny part. You know you really fucked up if the current administration is coming after you. Not to get political, but <laughs> just I'm just saying. It's like you've really fucked up if they're coming after you at this point. And regardless of your political affiliation, I can say most of us do not want the government in our video games. That's why the ER yeah, ESRB yeah. was created yeah. to begin with. Just stay the fuck yep. out. EA, stop. You are bringing unwanted attention. Just back off. Oh. You've even admitted mm -hmm. that, oh, well, it doesn't affect our, our uh, earnings too much anyway. You have said that multiple times. Then back the fuck off. You all are not, you're, it's not, you're not running gotcha games. You're running triple A 65 to $85 games. This is not a free to play gotcha game on, on, on Android. Um, yeah. It's not like, you know, it's not like you're publishing Final Fantasy Record Keeper or Dissidia Opera Omnia Online or any of the 5 million clone games out there that just exist on the App Store where it's just like, oh, hey, 20 bucks to roll the dice once? Fuck yeah, guys. Not gambling, it's a kinder, kinder egg. Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all fucked up. Quit fucking up. Yeah, but this is something we'll have to move past or I will be here forever because... Oh, yeah. yeah. This you sound passionate about this just like I do. And this is something Kevin was talking about. Kevin? Yep. The last point that I wanted to make is that if you've used pr Twitch during the month of June, you'll notice that if people cheer in a channel that you're in, you get access to some cute pride emojis. Um, the one that I like is the fish. It is an amazing one. And I'm using it in chat right now. Um, but at the end of the month, these emojis will go away. Um, I don't understand why. But someone started a change.org petition to try to get, bring some awareness to this and hopefully Twitch changes it so that you can keep the emojis past the month of June because Pride is more than just the month of June. So if you think this may help, you can sign the petition. I'll link it in the show notes. Totally fair. And I'll put it in Twitch chat now in case no, people... I think for this one, I, I'm actually, I, I actually will say I did go and sign the petition um, for two awesome, reasons. One, one, I don't think that emojis that are related to Pride should only be available during Pride Month. They should be available whenever we want them. But also, because of the way you get these emojis, and um, so if you're the person who's doing the cheer, if it's over 200, you instantly get a certain number of, um, of the emojis for the bits that you're spending, which are based on real life money. But then for every, however much over 200, it gifts emojis as well to other people who are watching in the channel. So because there is real world money being used for these, I don't think it should be something that should be, Hey, you spent all this money to get these things and you can only use them for 30 days. Well, and, in all fairness, not to play devil's advocate here, but kind of they they do this a lot. Like for the holiday seasons, they have winter ones, they have summer ones, and stuff but, like but that. But that's what but, I'm saying, and I, and and it applies for that to me too. Is if you if people are spending real life money to get them, once they're unlocked, they should be unlocked. You should be able to use them whenever the fuck you want because you paid mm -hmm. money to get them. Yeah, that's fair. I I can understand that. It's like it's you view it just as a simple transactionary thing. 
a simple transactional thing. Yeah, I understand what you're saying there. Definitely. Um, Why did that not and, work, Kevin? Oh, it said well, that it did gift to a few other, to three other people. Uh, but, you know, I would, you know, instead of doing any of this bullshit, just give me the ability to buy the fucking fish pride emoji because I want to keep that one. I just <laughs> like, want I would pay a fucking wing. dollar for that. Why? Because of this rainbow trout? Why? I don't know. I like it. It's a cool looking emote. Okay. That's I, fair. I will have, to, I do have to say the one that um, Seth keeps doing, I am absolutely in love with. So the wings are the pride emojis and the piece in the middle is actually one of Seth's emojis from his channel that you get if you subscribe for a couple of months. And it's a corgi throwing rainbow colored confetti and the three of them together just look amazing. They're rainbow <laughs> wings. Um, Albie brings up a very good point in in Twitch chat. Um, they're like video games; you don't actually own them. <laughs> You're just leasing them. I mean, he's month. not wrong. I'm not wrong in the slightest. Your Twitch account, TOS yeah, says they can but, ban you. That oh, ban the oh, hell. Oh, out and you know anything. what I say to that? That's why I buy the physical edition, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 good. That, that was that was well done. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I yeah, can, I mean, Neff's point is the best point. We're spending money on them. We should be able to keep them, period. I mean, this is ridiculous. That's fair. That's totally fair. Let's move on. I will. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, let's just... I don't know how much longer we... What, we're a bit over an hour into the show, I think, at this point. An hour and a half, I want to say. Yeah, about that. About an hour and a half. We, at this we point. have about a half an hour to do the main topic, which is what we normally do. I mean, oh, we started okay. a little bit late. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tune out for most of this since I don't play the game anymore. Well, just let's just you let's, all know. Let's just barrel through um, the eight two stuff. Let's just go through the eight two stuff. Have a discussion about what we're excited for, stuff like that, and then we'll we'll call it a day there. Sound fair? I'm cool with that. Uh, like I said, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going to be totally honest. I will probably tune a lot of this out because I'm not playing WoW and I haven't played WoW for months. So just being That's completely right. honest with well, you. Well, then you can be Neth and help us move the conversation along. <laughs> I usually do. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> Crack that whip, Gav. <laughs> I do what I can most of the time. All right. So <laughs> let me hit a few highlights on 8.2. Hold on very quickly. Let's just point out. So 8.2 is going live this week. Uh, if you're at eight point live is going eight point two is going live this week. If you are in the US, it will go live on the twenty fifth. If you're in Europe, it goes live on the twenty sixth. If you're in Asia, it goes live on the twenty seventh. Uh, bear in mind that that launch date does not include the new raid that is coming. Uh, that'll be that'll be going live later. Continue. And I don't think it includes the Mechagon Mega Mega Dungeon either. No, that do it doesn't include that either. Mega the Mechagon will not come until season three starts of uh, the Mythic Dungeons. So the just dungeon, like not how the Karazhan island, worked. correct? Uh, say that again. Oh yeah, the dungeon, the not the dun island. The dungeon, the island will be there. Yes. Yes. Continue. Mechagon will be there, but not the Mega Dungeon. So it's just like uh, Karazhan did. Yes, yes exactly Karazhan. like Karazhan. And I think they've already said that they're going to split the dungeon later on for Mythic Plus as well. Yeah, they, they said that very clearly. Yeah, they were, they were very insistent about that. Okay. So, major points. Few new zones, new rate, new dungeon. The uh, Benthic? Benthic. Benthic. Benthic gear? Benthic. 
Um, this is the new catch-up gear mechanic. You'll have a piece of gear that start well, pieces of gear that start at 385. They are upgradable to 425, which is five item levels below the next heroic raid tier gear, which is 430. Which is done through their grinding mechanic, which is the mana pearls. Yes. How do you get the mana pearls? They just what grind. are the mana pearls? <laughs> just grind. Like yeah, you kill stuff, things and they drop. Dailies, it, it's the grind. That's the new grind. Okay. So they, they, they did this before in uh, Warlords of Drainer? No, so they had an old uh, gear upgrade system using Valor Points about, that was introduced back in Mists of Pandaria and then reused in Warlords. And I don't, did we ever see it in Legion? I don't think we ever saw it in Legion. Uh, for the upgrades? Or were we too busy grinding for legendaries? No. Too busy grinding for legendaries. The no, only thing we had similar in Legion was getting the, the shard currency from the Broken the Shore currencies. and Argus. And then yeah, you got the random for, gear. Yeah, then trading it for um, the random gear. So pieces, this, yeah. yeah, so this was a, a system that just allowed you to upgrade your gear uh, back in the day just to get more out of it, essentially. This is similar but different. Okay. Similar but different. Yeah. I mean, I like the fact that I don't have to get like a whole bunch of different gear. I can just upgrade the gear I have and not worry about swapping gear all the time. But it's still, yeah, I don't like the whole grinding aspect of all of the it. Problem, the problem with gear upgrades is that it just, it's sort of dumped down a lot of stuff that was going on and also really disincentivized you from experimenting with other sets of gear. Um, if you're not like a hardcore raider, you don't know all of your stat weights by heart. You don't know how things should be done. You don't experiment at all. Like you new gear, experiment. Yeah, so <laughs> you, you don't send your, if you're a hardcore. If you're not a hardcore, you're not sitting there sending your gear. If you are, you probably need some help. Um, but it's just like it, the upgrade system disincentivizes people from changing gear styles. Like there are breakpoints. Mm -hmm like that and then again if you're a hardcore reader you know breakpoints and all that kind of shit but um i just it, i didn't like the upgrade system i did not like the upgrade system at all it doesn't make it easier though if you like have an alt spec so that you just need one other set of gear instead of swapping that gear too it can be if you can afford the time to grind for your alt spec and not your main spec yep mm. unless you get real lucky yeah. and raid and all the drops go to you you're going to be waiting to grind for your alt spec. Plus, also keep in mind that these mana pearls are used for other things, like upgrading the zones that you're in. So you're taking away from that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is, a, this is a whole Isle of Quell de Loss kind of thing, right? Which, by the way, because you glossed over it, Kevin, the new, we are getting two new zones, uh, Najjatar and Mechagon, mm -hmm. which I think is the first time we've had two new zones in a patch. Not an expansion. Yay. I don't know that I would call it um, the one that you said, Gav, because I can never say it right, but more um, Timeless Isle. Okay. I preferred Quell de Loss. I miss Quell de Loss. That was really good. Well, the main, I mean, isn't Nashatar going to be like the primary new zone and like Mechagong is like secondary or smaller? Nash so do you remember what, remember what Gav was saying about uh, A, B, and C plot threads? Mm -hmm. Nashatar is A. And Megagon is C. But yeah, they're no, still no. story based. Think about that one time when we killed Mechatork months ago, because we can't do it now. 
um, and he flies away. Like, <laughs> basically, his cockpit snaps shut and it freezes him and he flies away. And we're what we're assuming is that he ends up in Mechagon and we're going there to have them help us get him released. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, so it has a story. It has its own separate grind. Interesting. And it sounds like one of the things that we'll be able to do in Mechagong is junkyard tinkering. Um, we will have access to a Pascal K196, which I'm in assuming six. is King. King. In K1 and six. That's 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 King in Leadspeak, yes. Okay. Um, which is a giant iron robot that will help you craft equipment, mounts, toys, consumables, and more in exchange for spare parts and energy cells. So that sounds like another grind mechanic. That is 100% yep. the grind mechanic. 100% more grinds, Kevin. You, Hey, dog, we heard you like grinds, so we put a grind inside your grind so you can grind what you grind. <laughs> There's some exhibit jokes right there for you. That's, that's, that's early 2000s. That's a 20-year-old meme. All right. Okay. I mean, I like the ability of being able to get more mounts and more toys and consumables, so that's cool. But again, grinding. Congratulations, Kevin. You are part of the toxic, uh, toxic uh, content cycle. So, so what you're saying is I'm going to go to Nagitar. I'm going to grind so that I can get a higher eye level gear. And then and I'm going grind to go... To, no, no, no. You're also going to be grinding to upgrade the island itself. Don't forget that. You need to do that. And, and the then rep. you're going to go to Mechagon and you're going to grind some more there. So Mechagon is like the end game grinding because it's not really useful stuff. It's only... Uh, equipment, consumables. Yeah, basically... That, um, <laughs> equipment and consumables, that right there says it's going to be core to something something in there yeah. is going to be like oh hey you need this for the last encounter on the boss and Najatar is going to be like your main set of gear but your rings your trinkets and your weapon are going to come from mechagon so they're forcing you to grind both okay um i don't know about all of that because um i saw a tweet that hold on let me find it again real quick that the opening um the opening quests in Najatar actually have really good payouts. Now, I'm going to, while while you're looking for that tweet, I'm going to go ahead and uh, promote Volonic in Twitch chat at the moment um, with the mm. wonderful, wonderful sick burn mm. right here. Of uh, On the plus side, everyone playing WoW should lose a ton of weight because of all the time they're going to be spending on that treadmill. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Um, so the introductory quest for Najatar give you a 415 weapon a 385 Azerite piece and a 400 armor slot of the of the player's choosing. So f people are saying like for undergeared alts, that's amazing. And I was like, well, what about for undergeared mains? It's also amazing. Um, after a couple of hours of farming, you can usually get a full 385 benth benthic gear set, which can be leveled up to 430. 425. Okay, so it, it's the, the classic. It's the name. classic razor analogy, then. It, it, it's, it's the classic razor analogy. Um, you sell the handle cheaply, and but the blades are real expensive. So the <laughs> base yes. of it, core of it, really? real quick. But to get the shit you actually need, you know, it's going to take a while. And that's why I use double-bladed safety razors, and they're like five cents each. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Good man. All right, so something else that you're going to get in Mechagong is the pocket-sized computation device, which is the trinket that you can customize by adding punch cards into the sockets. Which There's three sockets, about. yeah. And you can... It, they're like if-then statements for computer logic, if you're familiar with that. I'm and actually kind of excited for them. You get to make your own trinket. 
Yeah. Which I'm really looking forward to. And apparently um, I'm hearing a bit of rumor that there's different levels of the punch cards that can go in. So like same as like, you know, yeah, rare, awesome. epic, right? So they'll yep. have, as they go up, they'll have more things that they can do. But I really like the idea of being able to customize the trinket via these sockets to, you know, like if this, then this. So mm -hmm. what you're saying is, is that it's relics all over again. What's a relic? Yes. Yeah, it's relics all over again. Fuck that grind. Y'all can go straight just to hell. It's keep relics going. all over again. Fuck that shit, I'm done. Let's wait till we get to the essences, so keep going. Okay. <laughs> shit, I'm done. Uh, there's, shit, there's, also, there's also essences, which have major and minor powers. You can socket them into like an active slot or a minor slot. I forget exactly how this works. Who else? Yo, dog, we heard you like pooping in a sock, so we put grinds in mm. your grinds in your grinds. The essences All right, here we go. with the major and minor are for your neck piece. Essences, that's replacing your, well, not replacing your Azrae gear, but that's the new, like, what you're grinding for. Here's the problem. They're completely broke. The numbers are just horrible right now, and some of them are overpowered as shit. Like, they cannot balance these things. Oh, and so the it's problem that. is, you could be a PvE 100% player. Your best essence might come from PvP. So enjoy your raided battlegrounds. Uh, so what you're that saying really is... So what you're saying is, is that it's just like all of the haste Azerite talents all over again, right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, well, for Paladin at least, it was all haste. You, 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 your gear yeah. was garbage unless you got the haste ones. Yeah, or like that one trinket from Elison that every Ret Paladin wanted. And like, yeah, a raid finder version of that is better than two tier raids higher mythic version of a trinket. And yeah, like I said, they can come from well, not come from anywhere, but they come from set places. And your best one could be come from PvP, but you're not a PvP player. But guess what? That's where you're going because that's the only place that essence is going to drop. So get used to your arenas or raided battlegrounds. Or you could be a PvP player and they're like, nope, the best one that you need comes from heroic raiding. So have fun with that. Yeah, I've Fuck always... You, I've always that that is, that is one of the one of the things that I like. I stopped I stopped playing WoW for a lot of that kind of thing because it's like, oh hey, you want to go do this to get this thing because this is the best thing that you can use, but this isn't a thing that you absolutely hate doing. Yep, I don't just, I don't like that. I hate that crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> but yeah, and that's the new grind because you'll unlock your major essence. Every essence has a major and a minor effect. And like the major one is like, you know, does X number of damage when you do whatever. And then it'll have a minor one that like, oh, well, it regens mana or whatever if it's in a minor slot. And that's yeah, and I think very grind about you unlock new, you get one major and then you like, I think 55 is the first minor and then 65 is the next minor. And they have already said that Keep in mind, this will not be mathematically possible for you to unlock beyond the first minor essence, so don't even try. You cannot do it until we let you unlock it, so don't try. So for reference, this is uh, just a terrible goddamn system, and Blizzard can go straight to hell on this one. No offense, Blizzard. Very quick. Um, LB points out that the F-then uh, gear stuff is, isn't the trinket. That those, were, those are rings. Someone mentioned that the F then oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was trinket was a trinket. So that's, that's the rings that are coming. Yeah. Okay, I'm mistaken on that. 
Sorry. But yeah, regardless, um, it's it's their way of fixing what they did with the Azerite system that we told them was broke since beta, and they never uh -huh. listened. Um, and now they're fixing it with the Essence system, which is basically, according to a few people I've talked to and like seen videos about, they're pretty much hand handing some classes tactical nukes and saying, here, have fun. Yeah, this is like, it's just the dumbest goddamn thing. It's more grinds. And this is coming from someone who loved Final Fantasy XI and Ragnarok Online and Ultima and early EverQuest. Like, this is, it's just grind on grind on grind in my theme park MMO, and I don't want that. But I will say the one cool thing about the Essence is they're going to be tiered. Like, you have, like, a normal version, a heroic version, and then you have, like, a legendary version. And the legendary version, they've already said that if they will come from, like, Mythic Raids or, like, high-end rated Battlegrounds or wherever they're coming from. It's, like, the top, top tier but they don't give a bonus. They just like change the look of something. Like if it does a spell, if you have the legendary version of it, it's just going to make the spell effect look that much neater, but gives you no other bonus. So I think that is one of the cool things of saying, hey, you can't do mythic raids. We get it. You still have the best version. You just don't have the prettiest version. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. That's a good thing about it, at least. At one least you're not further breaking and... the gameplay. Exactly. Anyway, that's my yep. rant on essences, so. Yup, that, that sounds like I'm looking forward to that. Um, one other thing that we've talked about on previous episodes is the mount gear. This will allow you to potentially add more speed to a mount to have days protection, to add a parachute or water walking. Um, and all of the current effects, if I'm not mistaken, are going away from mounts and you'll, they'll be replaced by these mount equipment pieces. Correct. The exception, With the exception of the sky, the sky golem. Yep. Which that What's one allows that? you to pick herbs you can while still mounted. Herb. It was basically to combat the fact that back when you could only loot, only one person could loot a node, and druids could just do it in their flight form, so they never had to leave. Yeah. And they didn't even have to land. Yeah. Yeah. So now yeah. the sky golem was to counteract that, but now multiple people can loot from the same node anyway. So that's kind of a dated-ish system, I guess. You still have to mount oh, after. like everything in wow <laughs> yes uh also as a point with the mount equipment if you're a tank class if you're a class that can be a tank just run around in tank spec because you already have days prevention yep. yep is that gonna is that sticking around hmm. as far as, as, far I, know, as I know sticking around so i can put water walking on everything and just run around as a bear that's that's actually what I always did with uh, my Demon Hunter. I would just go into my tank spec, I'd hop in my Sky Golem, and that's how I would go around and pick my herbs. Exact same. I did the exact same thing throughout Legion. Um, Ashran, I used the barding. Ashran is going to be an epic battleground. Am I saying yep. that correctly? Correct. Yes. So what does that mean? So epic battlegrounds are uh, forty-man battlegrounds. Uh, so that's uh, Ultimate Valley and Isle of Conquest is the other one. Yes. And I think they also they've already added Winter Grasp. They're now adding Ashran, and I think eventually they plan on adding Tol Barad. As far okay. as I know, you are Tol Barad was garbage. Tol Barad was garbage. Tol Barad was utter garbage. And I hated the Vault of Archivon fights all over again, round two. Yeah. At least they were a little bit more nuanced in that one. They were more nuanced than Vault of Archivon. That is, that's absolutely true. Vault of Archivon was literally just go punch the giant in the dick. Yeah, but do you punch the frost giant, the fire giant, or the earth giant? 
Wasn't there a wind one also? There was an air one as well, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you, you, it's, it's like, which one do you punch the dick first, and are you all going to be stupid and try to go for the achievement, Earth, Wind, Fire? Which, by the way, I never did on level. That always made me very upset. I never I did that on level either. I forgot that on, uh, on level for that. That was very upsetting. Okay, we'll also be able to start unlocking flying in Colteris uh, and Xanalar, which also includes the new zones that they're adding. So Mechagong and uh, Najatar. Um, what you'll have to do is get revered reputation with the Rust Bolt Resistance and one of your t one of the two Najatar allies, which is the Wave Blade Ancolon. I think it's or the Unshackled. Okay. And also exploring the entire zone for Mechagong and Najatar, uh, which is you know the typical thing that they have to that you have to do to unlock flying. So do your Pathfinder Part One, then do these new requirements, and then you can start flying. I'm assuming as soon as possible. Yep. The I second you get that achievement, you can start flying. I was gonna say it's always been the second you get Pathfinder Part Two, you can instantly start flying as yep. well. And that's same you get mount. Yeah, I, you, I think you get a mechanical parrot mount. And Blizzard, yeah. I think, said the minimum it would be is about three weeks. To grind the rep, basically. I believe so, yeah. Well, depends on if they put rep tokens in. Yeah, not Maybe for the later. Stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, transmogrification updates. Players can now make all armor slots hidden except legs. Does anyone care about this? Um, that no. really ruins my in, my. In all mod. honesty, I'm shaking my head about that. It, it it ruins my lewd mod if I can't remove the legs. So I'm I'm very I upset mean, about that. As a demon hunter, it gives me more access to other stuff because now I can actually, you know, just hide the chest and it looks more like. I was going to say, hunter. you mean show off the tattoos that they specifically yeah. gave to demon hunters yeah. that you never get to see? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can actually show off the fucking tattoos now. <laughs> I like I my demon hunter literally has one transmog because it's the only one that the shirt is essentially just at the waist. That's it. Honestly, I just want them to go back to me being able to like hide my helmet wherever I want rather than having to go to a transmog mount or the transmog people. I, I miss that. Yeah. Wasn't didn't you wasn't it didn't you you used to be able to do shoulders and head, I think. Uh, cloak right? and helm. Cloak and helm, yes. Yeah. I, I miss my generic white cloak. Now hey, everything has to have like a million textures. Yes. What was your delivery? Burgers and chips. Nice. Burgers and fries. Sorry, yeah. sir. Burgers and chips, bitch. That was fries, motherfucker. Yeah, because yeah, Chris is such a professional. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, and... we're going to go talk about goddamn E3. Yeah, we're going to talk briefly about E3 and then end the show. I come in and got hungry, so I didn't I even will, know what I'm going to tell you all right now, we're not really going to go too, too deep, but we are going to talk about what we were most excited about. You know what I was most excited about for E3? Nothing. It's goddamn over. <laughs> That's a lie. You had a lot of fun ripping on the Bethesda conference. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, I did have a funny. ton of fun ripping the shit out of the Bethesda conference. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just glad it's fucking over now. Yeah, it's yeah. it's becoming very outdated. It's it's no longer needed. Not in the, the not in the information mm -hmm. age. And and we've talked really heavily about this on one of the one of the past shows where the 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 general conferences for the for 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 the industry aren't really needed anymore. It's moving more towards the smaller, more intimate uh like genre specific ones. 
or uh, people specific. I mean, yep, I, I, I still like the idea of having this for, for companies that don't have the money like Blizzard does to put on their own conference. Freaking Warframe does Tenocon. Minecraft did Minecon. Yep. Guardian no, Before they got bought by, by, by Microsoft. Oh, Guardian Con for Destiny. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, no, there's, um, there's lots of cons. I will say that this is the second year that I actually watched all of the conferences for E3, and it, I was very confused because certain games they talked about last year are still not out yet that they were talking about this year, and I'm like, why are they still fucking talking about that game? And like, it's I would rather have, you know, the conference talk about newer things that are coming out so that like it's actually useful information than talking about something that won't be out for years. And that's the problem, though. There are some people that want to know, like. I know like in two years I can expect this game. Some people like I know this game is coming out this holiday season. So th it's a very tough balance that they have to put on for that. And that's very much a personal choice kind of thing. Okay. Uh, Volonic actually does bring up a really good point in, in chat. Guardian Con this is fair. Just real quick permission to this. It, it, Guardian Con is more about the fundraising aspect of the community than it is about the game. About Destiny specifically. True, yeah. And they um, have started to incorporate a lot more games into it, if I remember. Yeah, and I mean, we didn't mention PAX, because PAX is kind of the, 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 the synthesis of the old system and the newer systems in this, this, this style. It's not just one centralized thing. There's PAXs all over the place. It's all regional, and each one of them covers a different mm -hmm. thing. And, you know, that's kind of where it's moved towards for, like, the overall... Uh, like the larger style convention, it's more of a celebration of a lot of different things and a bringing together of a lot of different companies rather than just, oh, this is just about AAA game releases. And more yeah. community driven than, um, you know, like business to business driven. Yeah, like E3. Right, yeah. and At the core uh, of it, E3 is business to business. And a lot of people seem to forget that. Yep. Yeah, it's okay. very much just like, hey, we're, we're going to like jerk off about our huge 75 million dollar game <laughs> yeah the the things that i really liked about e3 this year was seeing keanu and cyberpunk i'm pretty sure i pre-ordered just for that reason can we talk about how that was like the best kept secret in the fucking industry yeah there had been some small rumors floating around but no one knew who johnny silverhand actually was going to end up being and yeah fact, like, that's, that's, that's like what the i mean like in this day ever. in this day and age with all the leaks that's amazing that they managed well, to keep that yeah i quiet. i, I want to know how no one in poland was like hey kiana reeves is magically in poland like going to cd project red studio how did well, no one he didn't, pick that up it, he might not have had to go to see oh maybe they came studio. to him yeah or they yeah, they came to, to him, him, or they used a local studio for things and yeah. put them under serious NDA. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Totally, it's totally possible. Like with that, with how games development works these days, it's totally possible Keanu never even went to Poland at all. But they do like to bring people over, so I also they find that hard to believe because they love yeah. bringing people over to show. Well, you also studio. have to remember those CDPR okay. is a relatively small studio, so in, in terms the of the other like, thing to remember too yeah. is. Keanu being in Poland doesn't mean anything because Keanu could be in Poland filming a fucking movie. Nobody's going to well, assume it's tied to a video game. He could They're also be assume in, he's there for something movie related. He could also be in Poland, you know, touching base with that whatever fucking immortality potion he runs through. So, True. you know, <laughs> yeah, 
it could be in the, I mean, he could have to go back to the old world to go back to his birthplace or something from 400 years ago. All right. He has to revisit his country of origin to sustain himself. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a picture of Dorian Gray going on there. This is going downhill. Um, Jedi Knight Fallen Order looked a little clunky, but I'm going to say that that's alpha stuff, hopefully, and that the game is actually going to be cool and fun and have if decent fighting. If they keep their promise and give me an open world Dark Souls style combated like Jedi game, EA, I will sing your praises if you do it right. Oh, it's he EA. Suck no. you off, they, EA. They did say it's supposed to be Metroidvania-ish, and you'll have to redo old or redo stuff that, that you've already done, having new abilities. And, that and Metroidvania is not a really good one to use anymore because Metroidvania relates to a very specific genre and a very specific visual style of game. Yeah, Dark it, Souls would be a much more better. Yeah, but it, it will have the Metroidvania style of, oh, I got this ability, now I can go way the hell back here and unlock this crap and possession. Yeah, it's, it's, so it, if they can if they can actually pull it off, I will sing their goddamn praises, but I don't see it happening. It's, I'm not going to pre-order it because I don't generally believe in pre-ordering most things, but I will definitely be keeping my eyes on the reviews for it, and that is a lot more than I plan to do before I heard that announcement. Now, Kevin, I'm going to stop you before you get to your third one. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to correct this real quick. There you go. Okay. Yeah, um, I, was gonna, I actually had my copy of Watch Dogs 2 within hand, and he was going to be like, Watch Dogs 2? I'd be like, oh, this? Yeah, so no. thanks for so, ruining that one, Gav. You're, <laughs> fuck you. Good luck. That's Watch what Dogs I do. Legion <laughs> is coming out, and I'm mostly interested in getting Chris's impression of this because it looks like they're doing some really awesome, like, UK London um, setting or a UK setting for this. Um, Kevin, you are London. aware I don't live in London and I've only ever been there once, and that was when I was flying to BlizzCon. <sighs> now, I think, I think <laughs> less talk about more Let's talk, talk about, about that, that and more. More talk about the fact that you can uh, take over Granny. Uh, that's what I was going to say. It's that it's it's not a it's a story driven game. It's not a character driven game, which yeah. is something yeah. that a lot of like these open world RPGs and things like that don't really experiment with. And this is going to be really interesting to see how they what they do with it. If, if you remember a game called um, oh, it's not on my shelf anymore. It's uh, Zombie U was originally made by, uh, I believe it was actually Ubisoft that made it. But you controlled a character and you participated in the story. If that character dies, another character is spawned and you take control of that character instead. The story's still going. You're just a new participant in that story. And I think they're kind of using that technology for this. And if they do it right, that could be really cool. It's going to be really that interesting. Really good, actually. Okay, that actually sounds really interesting. Yeah, that's that's the whole thrust of Watch Dogs Legion. It's it's a decentralized story. It's not telling the story of any one specific person. You make the characters that are involved in the story, yeah. and the characters can die, they can live, they can they can be injured, they can they can retire, whatever. It's like, are they recruiting them. video games? What now? That's that's essentially like a D and D game, just with like video games. That's interesting. Kind of how kind it of. works is the name. The name says everything. You are controlling Legion. You are the nameless. You are the many. You are just one person in this machine. And if you're like mm -hmm. in Kevin's case, controlling Granny, and she is your best like face-to-face uh, -face hacker, or whatever, if she yeah. dies, you need to recruit a new face-to-face -face hacker. So you've got to take control of 
Joe Bob Jim, who is a drone specialist. You are Legion. You are many. That is the purpose of this game. Mm-hmm. Sounds really interesting, actually. And supposedly the people that you're taking over each have their own backstories and like they're they're kind of like developed characters in and of themselves. Yeah, their reasons yeah. for joining, their reasons for not wanting to join, like pushing them into joining Dead Sex so they can help you on the over branching world. And that's something that Watchdog says, ooh, he's died. He's died. He's still talking. <laughs> you there you there, Seth? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. okay. You cut out um, for a sec. Cut out for a minute. Um mm-hmm. But um no, it's gonna be really interesting, and it's something that Watchdogs has done consistently with you know making the character making the world a little bit more lived in giving everybody a sort of giving all the characters that you see a little bit of a uh, a, a reasoning and an existence and things like that um and and LB actually does make a really good point it is the inverse of shadow of mordor yeah mm. it really is yeah it really 100% is and that that actually makes a lot of sense and i put it that way yeah it's it's exactly that and for anyone that wants to see it, I plan on streaming Watchdogs and Watchdogs Two on my stream coming up soon. Yay! <laughs> um, Shameless Kevin, plug. Your last thing. Um, last one was Doom Eternal. It looks like another Doom game. The fighting and action in it looks really cool. Supposedly, some of the things that I was listening to was like, if you did play Doom 2016, um, you'll still find new things and new ways to be excited about this new game. So interesting. It looks interesting. The biggest thing for me is it looks like it has more demons, and that's awesome because towards the end of the 2016, you kind of got demon fatigue seeing the same few demons over and over again. Oh, wait, look, it's a cake of demon again. Pretty much. And they supposedly have a lot more things to go after in this one, which will be really cool. I love 2016, so I'm I'm looking forward to this one. Um, Let's give Neth a chance to go through her wall of text. It's not a wall of text. Okay, so Ubisoft, I'm definitely going to be watching for more info on the gods and monsters that they announced. Um, I love mythology, and so the fact that this is going to be based on mythology from multiple different regions of the world, I found really interesting, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they're doing with it. I was sad that there was no Assassin's Creed or anything about Beyond Good and Evil 2, but I will live. Um Nintendo, I had a bit of a squee for the Zelda teaser. Even though it was only a teaser, it's still new Zelda. So it's fine. Um, Blizzard could learn Square from that. Enix. <laughs> <laughs> Square Enix, definitely looking forward to the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, had a bit of a what the fuck moment when they announced how long it had been since the first one came out because yep. I played the first one and then went, oh fuck, I'm really old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was really happy to see when they did their Just Dance thing um, that they're continuing releasing it on the Wii just because of the fact that it's used by so many um, hospitals and rehab rehab clinics and stuff like that. So I think it's really cool that they're continuing putting it out for that platform so that they continue to, can continue to use it as a rehab mechanism. Now... I will mention, you know, what's also if you really want to feel really bad, you go back and you look at those first teaser images they released about Final Fantasy remake and find out how long that ago, how long ago that was. That was a while ago. That was years and years ago. Um, I'm excited for seven, but it's like I'm not as hype as I could be. I don't know how much I like the battle system. 
Yeah, I'm still questioning how that's going to work. A lot of people I've like talked to about it says it, it was actually really fun, and it's it's a nice hybrid between active time and final the action combat. It reminded me a lot of Parasite Eve. Parasite. I what? loved that game. Parasite Eve. Parasite Eve. Parasite Eve. Yes, I played the shit out of Parasite Eve. Uh, it was a fantastic game. Um, I still have my discs. <laughs> I have them somewhere. I still have. I still have. I still have white level Final Fantasy Tactics on my shelf. So. I have a huge collection of PlayStation 1 and 2 games because my PlayStation 2 is still attached to my TV. You guys don't want to start comparing no. game collections because I have a complete inbox copy of Friday the 13th on Nintendo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't regret spending that money. All right. Everybody put their EPs away. All right, Chris? I don't think so. The only thing I cared about when it came up was Square Enix Final Fantasy. And I love that- you and I both agree on that. Yeah, it was my first Final Fantasy. It's got a special place in my heart. I love it. I'm sorry. I mean, between eight and seven, I prefer eight more personally. And Sephiroth, Seth, and I are going to have an argument about that. But I think eight's the better game personally. But I mean, when we get to the nine remaster, then y'all can all go fuck yourselves. Nine, nine is tops. Best game ever. Best game. <laughs> GOT. Oh no, GOT you forever. seem to have been muted. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Game of the year all years. Final Fantasy IX. And Seth, what do you like about E3? Like Battletoads, man. I've been waiting for this for so goddamn long. <laughs> Give me more. No, is your body no, no, no. ready? Is your body what? ready, How Reggie? Exactly did you write it in the show notes? Because you didn't just write show you didn't just write Battletoads. Come on. Oh, in the show notes it says motherfucking Battletoads. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, uh, the art style for the new Battletoads looks kind of weird, but yeah, again, it's Battletoads. I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll, I want to play it. I want to try it. I've been waiting for this for was, so damn long. Was anyone else really like weirded, but still excited by this the idea of a new Microsoft Flight Simulator? I've never got into them, but I, I understand people that do. Like, yeah, I was never a amazing. simulation kind of guy. In that. Neither was I, was, I. I. I was a Sim City Civilization. Age of Empires kid, not like Microsoft Flight Sim. So, but yeah, I understand. the last Sim say was was like a big disappointment. So I've kind of went away uh, from them. Yeah, that was kind of uh, yeah. They kind of fucked that up. Always online Sim City. Yep, good job, guys. Yeah, totally Maxis's fault. Let's let's close down that company. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, I think that's so, great. That's it. Yep. Um, we're. I think. We just need to hit like the high points, like one or two points at each of these, and then we're going to call the show. I think, do you go? I think we're uh, going to skip that and go to don't do that. Okay, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> There's so much interesting stuff to talk. What's up? I know, I know. We're going to skip it. We're around two hours now already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to cut like half the show out at the beginning anyways. Um, so cut him. <laughs> pardon me. So, um, Seth, do you know what the end of the show is like? I don't, actually. Uh, we are going to go ahead. I'm going to ask if anybody's got a final thought that they wanted to go over real quick. Anything final point they wanted to hammer home? Starting with who? Uh, let's start with Seth. Do you have any final points that you wanted to like hammer home? Final point I want to hammer home. I may not be happy with WoW and enjoying Final Fantasy 14 right now. 
I'm not saying you can't enjoy WoW. Don't ever take it like that. If you know me well enough, you know that just because I don't enjoy it, I'm not trying to take away your enjoyment. But I will be the first person to say, ha, I told you so. <laughs> I mean, he's Accurate. not wrong. Yeah. That, that is him on both accounts. Uh, I'll go next. Um, okay. My final thought is when we're talking about levels, first of all, I think we should take the level squish discussion to Twitter and have some Twitter discussion about that. And we would love terrible, to hear from you. It's a terrible format for having a conversation. Well, Twitter Discord. or email or Discord or let's continue talking about that because I think that there is more of a discussion to be had there. And, you know, let's also figure out how we can kind of bring back some lore into WoW, especially for new players. Like, I think that would have really improved my experience playing it through for the first time. So we were trying to yeah. talk about that, but then we had to go through the show. So <laughs> yeah. damn you, Neth, and keeping us on topic. I'm so topic. sorry. <laughs> Who gives a shit about topics? <laughs> um, Chris. Um, final point. Final point. Final point. Uh, I I think 8.2 is going to be okay. I think there's there's <laughs> things there that's going to be. Really fucking frustrating, but there's 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 some interesting topics. There's some interesting points coming in the patch, and I, I'm interested to see them. Death. Final point. Uh, final point. Looking forward to doing more storyline in Final Fantasy when that stuff comes out, and looking forward to 8.2. You can have both. You don't have to be limited to one or the other. Um, and that's assuming that my computer lives. Um. My final point is I just wish WoW still interested me, uh, but it doesn't. But that should never discourage anybody from enjoying the game uh, as much as they want because the game's still fantastic. I just I, the, 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 the spark has faded for me, it seems like. Um, so after we go through our final points, Seth, we finally talk about do that or don't do that. It's just a short suite. Uh, do you have something that you don't want people to do or something that you want people to do? I'm going to go ahead and let you go first. Uh, what do I want people to do? Um, no, don't do. Don't pre-order video games. If it's a big collector's edition that you're passionate about, sure, I can understand that because those go away. Those are limited. But don't pre-order video games. Wait for reviews. Watch your favorite streamer. Watch your favorite YouTube person. Don't. Don't keep doing Wait the pre-order thing. Embargo. Wait and until the embargo ends. Damn you, Seth, because I told you about the Cyberpunk pre-order for the collector's edition, and now it's sold out, and now I'm kicking myself. I got one. Fuck you. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, Chris. Um, don't promise you'd boost people and shit because that's all you end up doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, weren't we doing something and then that had to happen, Chris? Quiet, you. Yeah. You know, you were having a lot more fun doing what we were doing. Quiet, you. <laughs> Dumbass. Kevin. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm going to go for a do that this week. And the do that is going to be try an in-game RP event in whatever video game you choose. Uh, the wedding was really fun yesterday, and I think it was enjoyable and people should try it. All right. Um, uh, Neff. Do tune in to our next episode for 100 because we're going to have a very special guest. Hopefully. Uh, yes, even more <laughs> special than me. Go figure. I, I mean, special in a different way, Seth. 
<laughs> you are a special guest, Seth, but this is a very special guest. A you very, are a special guest, special Seth. Guest. You, we need those windows cleaned. Hey, awesome. man. They taste like candy. <laughs> <laughs> do, do the schnozberries taste like schnozberries? Yeah. Always. Always. Um, do be righteous to each other. I don't fucking know. I got shit today. Hey, that's um, a good Keanu tie-in. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, uh, right here, we're going to go into the start the outro, and I am going to go ahead and uh, give you a plug right here, and I also need uh, your Twitter handle, so if you can put that inside of the very end, if you want your Twitter handle out there. Um, so, uh, this week, our special guest was Mr. Sephiroth, and he is available five days a week uh, on twitch.tv slash s e p h i r o h t um he does use twitter and insta i'm assuming with the same username but he is not quite as active on him but please go support him on his stream five days a week have fun and uh make sure that we are going to uh make sure that uh, y'all show him some love okay uh, he is, uh, so that is going to be the show for this week. Folks, talk to us during the week. You can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerothCTC. Mr. Kevin over here is at SwingCat. That is with AK. Mr. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag, A-K-A-R-I. I, of course, am at Gavril underscore E-T. That's two I's, one L. Miss Neth over here is at Nethwench, N-E-T-H-W-E-N-C-H. Mr. Sephiroth is at Sephiroth at S-E-P-H-I-R-O-H-T. Send us the, your emails to feedback at azeroctc.com. We love to hear from you. We love to talk about it. We love to go on to random ass tangents about them. Join us live on Saturdays when we record and stream the show here at twitch.tv slash Akari underscore mag, A-K-A-R-I underscore mag. For links to today's show, you can visit the website at www.azeroctc.com. Shoot us a review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever format you use to make things entertaining while you're supposed to be working. Uh, say tacked on Battle Royale mode, kids. Tacked on Battle Royale, Battle Royale. Royale. What? <laughs> <laughs>